Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 59, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We're talking about episode 510, He's Our You. Thanks, LaFleur. <laughs> Thanks. LaFleur <laughs> <sighs> has a lot to say. A lot he's, to teach uh, us all. Yeah, yeah, that LaFleur is... Uh, He's a literary uh, mastermind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, interesting episode, Saeed-centric uh, episode. Uh, truly, think, well, truly Saeed-centric. Yeah. In the, in the old-fashioned sense. In the classical sense, yes. Yeah. Um, what, uh, wasn't there some sort of, uh, what was the last Saeed episode? I would say The like Economist. three, right? No, I mean four. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Was it season one? Last time I saw it, sorry, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about Nadia and Tikrit. Yes. Um. What did you think of this one? Well, you know, uh, it's it's. There's some various issues with it uh, that we'll get into. Uh, I feel like. To a certain extent, it, it does a, a tiny bit of uh, rewriting history, but mm. um, uh, and uh, and and also there's some there's some contrivedness in there that that kind of bothered me, but nonetheless, uh, it it actually worked. I I I still found myself enjoying it. I I kind of got pulled in. I, I liked uh, I liked learning, essentially filling in what we didn't know, um, as confusing as what they filled in is. Um, uh you know it was it was nice to kind of get that um in parallel with developing um his story on the island and also you know uh i i do like the ending i sort of like the idea of actually um of a, of actually having someone uh you know take the plunge and really try to do something Mm-hmm. Um, that would uh, that would that would negate something that we know happens later, you know, and that isn't that hasn't quite happened yet. Yeah, you know, the characters in general have sort of avoided really trying to do that, you know, and sort of, sort well, of acknowledges so, that they knew Ben was there, and they just sort of, yeah. you know, couldn't really do anything about it because they were. You well, know, that's the thing is they they're sort of told that they sort of can't do anything yeah. in, the, in the effect of whatever they do is what they do. So, you know, you sort of can't do anything different. Um, and I, I spent a good five minutes uh, going around in circles again trying to figure out if 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 sort of Saeed could have really killed Ben or not, uh, young Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, I'm thinking, well, if he actually would have shot him, you know, in 1977 and uh, and he died, then he sort of wouldn't be there in the future. And then, of course, there's, you know, he sort of, the, the things that brought him back wouldn't have brought him back. And it's just like, so he sort of can't die, but then why not? You know, the only reason he can't die is because of this other, and so, you, you know, you get in this loop. Yeah. Uh, and it's notable that no no magic happens. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's anything stopping him from mm-hmm. killing him, you know. Um and so uh yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's 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 weird. I I definitely I definitely don't think he's going to end up dying. I, I have to no. say 
for reasons that I'll getting talk about shot later. by a gun is not doesn't always kill you. Uh, no, I mean he didn't shoot him in the head. You know that. Yeah, that's the thing. Of course, he, they never do that on the show, which is kind of good for circumstances like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, like no one's ever shot in the head, and people sometimes die from gunshots. So it's it sort of works uh, for suspense that way. But uh, but but I but again, also because of that, it, it gives them an out. It gives them a good reason why the gunshot doesn't have to kill him. Mm-hmm. So. Um, uh, yeah, I definitely think that's uh, what what what's gonna result from this. But it's it's still kind of it's still kind of weird. Um, it's weird to it's weird to have an arc where it's weird to have an arc where Saeed like you know because of what happens in the future sort of takes revenge on little kid Ben and talks mm-hmm. to him like he's the future Ben. <laughs> you know, him telling the little kid you were right about me is just really weird like it, yeah it, that was a cool i mean yeah it, it sort of you know he knows something the kid doesn't know yeah yeah and and sort of the kid can't really can't really understand what's going on there you know so the the drama of the situation is strange it's sort of all about saeed and you know lil ben doesn't really know what the what well, the issue and, is and you know if you want to boggle your mind, think about the idea of the fact that, you know, little Ben hears Saeed say, you are right, I am a killer, and then Ben grows up and later yeah. tells Saeed, you're a killer. Yeah, uh, exactly. Which came first, I guess, I mean, you know. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a very strange thing. But, um, uh, yeah, minor issues and contrivances aside, I, I think the He's Are You guy was kind of overblown. I'm not, I'm not, it, it, his character definitely doesn't seem like the center of the episode to me. Um, it seems like a kind of uh, diversionary subplot. And at the center of the episode is really um, Saeed and Ben. And mm-hmm. it just, uh, I don't know, I think it's weird having that title. Um, and that subplot, I, I think they could have picked a better title. Yeah. And that, and that subplot doesn't really doesn't really go anywhere. It was okay enough, but... Um, I would give it a B. B? Yeah. Um, I liked this the first time more than the second time I saw it. And I guess it's probably due from the sort of contrivances you, you were sort of referenced. Uh, some of the some of the scenes, I think, are sort of just okay. You know, again, the, uh, the, the he's our youth scene, I think, you know, you're right. It sort of didn't come to anything. And he really isn't. Saeed, uh, all he did was give give him a truth serum. He didn't torture him. Yeah, I know. He didn't sort of get, you know, uh, and it was sort of very, it, you know, they do this thing with Dharma where they, you know, they when they get dark, sometimes they just get, they have this, like, levity there, too, sometimes. And so, you know, the whole thing with Saeed, and then he, you know, tells him the, the truth, and then he's like, oops. Maybe I should have given him half a drop, you know. And it's like, here's a guy who doesn't really, he doesn't really, yeah, he doesn't really know what he's doing, you know. He doesn't, he, he hasn't done this a lot. He might be, you know, their version of Saeed, but he's he's not a sort of, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Saeed wouldn't have made that mistake. You know? He's he's a lot he's a lot milder. Yeah, he's definitely milder, and it it, it, it was just, I I think the build up to that character and to that scene was 
was uh, a letdown, I think. You know? Definitely. Because Taurus is like, we're going to have to take this to the next Ooh, level. Yeah. You know, what does that mean? You're you right. Know? You're right. It works. It definitely works better the first time. Mm-hmm. Once you know where that's going, all that stuff is just kind of just kind of falls flat, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a couple couple things writing wise that were sort of weird, but uh, overall, yeah, it it it's it's strange because it's it's probably got the most interesting Saeed plot lines, but it's not the best Saeed episode. Yeah, that's true. Um, so that's kind of weird. Um, yeah, because the whole back and forth between you know Ben sort of making Saeed be the killer in the future and sort of using him, manipulating him. It's sort of almost payback and revenge for the shit that he does in the past, and yeah. does, you know, and it's this sort of cyclical effect on both, and and that's all interesting and stuff. Um, yeah, that is, that is, yeah, that that is a very strange kind of dramatic arc. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's not even an arc; it's like a loop. Yeah, it's and, a dramatic uh, loop. Yeah, and that's just not something you often see uh, in stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, where sort of the effect and the cause are wrapped up with each other so closely. Yeah, it's it's definitely strange. I'd give it a um eh, B B minus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It uh there's a there's a couple good parts. Yeah, I I sort of liked it more than I uh, than I thought I should. Uh, it it so some of the scenes uh, worked better than than I think they actually were for me. Mm-hmm. So that's why my grade is a little bit inflated from what my mind is saying to give it. Yeah, but but I'll stick with B. Um. All right. What do you guys think at home? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough out of you. So are you ready to dive in here? Okay, well, let's dive in. Um, So we start off uh, in Tikrit. Uh, A man yells at his son to to kill a chicken. The, the, uh, The son is reluctant. The father tells the son to stay outside until he kills one. And then uh, another boy comes up, uh, goes into the chicken coop, picks up a chicken and kills it. Uh, Then he comes out and hands the dead chicken to the first boy. Um, At that point, the father comes out to congratulate um, the original uh, boy for killing the chicken, but the boy says it wasn't him. Um, And uh, so the father tells the other boy, well done, Saeed. Boy number two becomes Saeed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, so uh, yeah. Hmm. So here we go. Uh, this is a, you know, really kind of normal flashback, I guess. Uh, very, uh, very reminiscent of the, of the Echo Yimmy storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think really all this does is set up, uh, the thing later with Ben. Um, so then when Saeed says uh, that his father was a hard man too or something like that, we have some sense of what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. Besides that, I didn't really think this did all that much. 
Well, one of the things I sort of picked up on that I that I think they're trying to say is um, this episode is weird for me because I think it it, it sort of made me uh, or is positioning me to like Saeed a bit less mm-hmm. um, because if he's if he's just a killer, like he's he's just a killer. Like to me, that's not interesting. Like he's a sociopath and doesn't know it or something. You know, like okay, what's well, weird? Like. You know, there was always sort of, you know, reasons behind his killings and sort of these tactics and strategy. And, you know, he's a thinker, first and foremost, I would say about Saeed. Um, So what I got from this scene, which I thought was kind of interesting, was the fact that he sort of, you know, they didn't sort of show Saeed. I thought they were going to play this scene one of two ways. I thought the older boy, the taller boy, the first boy, I'm like, okay, which boy is going to be Saeed, you know? Mm-hmm. Is it, are they going to show us that Saeed started out peaceful and innocent and he, he didn't want to murder mm-hmm. a chicken? He's going to be the first boy and then he's, you know, or are they going to have, you know, Saeed be the, the one he actually turns out to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the thing I picked up on that I thought was interesting was the fact that he, he, sort of, he didn't just sort of kill the chicken just to kill the chicken. He killed the chicken to help his brother or to help his yeah. other kid. Uh, he sort of did it for, for a reason and, and I, and, and you know the stuff in the future where Saeed is going around killing people, he's killing it to killing people to protect his friends. Yeah, you know, so he's not just like a killer. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's he's good at it and capable. Um, but but uh, but I think he's he doesn't kill. And like he says, you know, he doesn't like killing. I mean, it's right. not he's not a killer who just likes killing. So I, I yeah. you know, they're kind of showing that too. I think here in the in this scene is is he yeah he's, he sort of did it for a, a sort of nice reason. <laughs> Um, you know, and he didn't he didn't kill he didn't kill the chicken and go say, Hey dad, look, I killed the chicken and my brother couldn't uh you know, he Yeah, he, or they didn't he, show he was him. gonna let him take the credit the other kid take the credit for it and everything. Yeah. And, and they didn't show him just like unprompted, go kill a chicken just because mm-hmm. he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Know? I mean he saw it as a boy in a in a hard situation. His dad wasn't gonna let him back in until he did it and all yeah. this and um, so, you know, that's good. I, I, I like that, the scene for, for that little sort of nuance there. Yeah. I, I definitely think that, I, I definitely think that that line where he says, you were right about me, I am a killer is, is, it sort of, it sort of works dramatically, but I, I want to not believe it, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I feel a like, too simplistic. I, I, yeah. And I feel like the evidence is there to not believe it mm-hmm. because I, I I I think the only thing you can really say, maybe negatively about Saeed is that he has the ability to do it. You know, like some some people wouldn't be able to kill even if they had those reasons. Mm-hmm. And so he sort of has it in him to kill people, and that that's a, that's a sense in which you could say he's a killer, I guess. But he certainly doesn't want to, and and wouldn't do it. You know, just mm-hmm. with, with with no with no particular motive. Yeah, and so in that sense, he's not a killer. So yeah, I I I, I agree that like it makes him worse if we're really supposed to believe that. Mm-hmm. You know, so so yeah, I, I'm hoping like, that's not know, sort of his final arc as a character. Me too. Realizing like, he's a killer. Yeah, I'm like we're in the middle of season five. Don't ruin him now. Like, yeah, we're almost in the home stretch here. You know, Saeed's been good this entire time. Don't 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 you know. Turn down the the light that is Saeed Jarrah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean his, and that's the thing. I I feel like they've kind of left his original concept too, because originally he was a torturer. Mm-hmm. You know, not a killer. That's different from being a killer. 
Yeah. You know, and I think they've kind of blurred the distinction there. Um, and and I, I, I think initially, you know, he, he when he tortured Sawyer, it was for a reason. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, he felt guilty about it and, like, exiled himself for doing it. Yeah, totally. you know, and that Saeed is is really shouldn't be lost. I don't think. I, I yeah, it, it it seems like they tried to evolve him more, make the stakes higher. Now he's sort of killing and, instead of just torturing. Uh, but I, I I don't think it should be left dead. I'm a I'm a killer. Um, it, it's too simplistic. Yeah. Uh, I and I think more than probably most episodes with Saeed. Um, He's really, really conflicted, uh, and uh, and I think we see him. I, I feel like he has sort of new trains of thought he hasn't had before. You know, the whole the whole sort of purpose of what's going on here, and and uh, you know what what does this mean in 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 terms of this his connect the connection to what happens in the future. Like I think he's 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 really sort of you know he's going through a bit of a mind fuck here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know uh, he doesn't. You know the scenes with Sawyer don't play out how we want them to. Yeah. Uh, we're like, oh cool, Sawyer's a security guy, and he can you know he can set up this thing and free him, or mm-hmm. you know like we saw before, you know position him and however we want. But uh, but Saeed isn't going for it because he's he's. Um, He's on different a different sort of train of thought, I think, in this episode. Yeah, um, which leads him to the killer thing, which I which I think is maybe when he regains his senses, he'll realize he's not a killer, uh, and yeah. that he's only killed to protect people and and mm-hmm. uh, things like that. So yeah. <clears throat> um. Okay. So uh, next scene, maybe. Yep. Okay. Uh, so in the next scene, we go back to 1977, uh, back to, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Saeed sits in his cell, uh, young Ben comes in to the, uh, to the, uh, outside the, the monitor room, I don't know what to call that, um, and, uh, and tells Phil that he has more food for Saeed. Uh, Phil says that he isn't eating and not to bother. But uh, Ben insists, and so Phil lets him in. Uh, ben uh, brings a sandwich to Saeed and also gives him a book. Uh, ben asks if, if Richard sent Saeed. Um, Saeed looks up at the camera that's watching them, but Ben assures him it's video only. Uh, ben tells Saeed about uh, his, his first meeting with Richard, and he says that he can help Saeed. All right. So, boom. Lost. The first one. Um, so this is a pretty good scene. Short but good. I, I, mm-hmm. I the, um, the whole thing with Ben is, is interesting. Um, I'm trying to find it in the transcript, this line here. Where the hell is this? Oh. Uh, they formatted it weird. Oh. That's why I couldn't find it. All right. Uh, oh, the whole... Oh, and if you're patient, too, I think I can help you. I really mm-hmm. like that line. 
Uh, and I think that, you know, that's this is a setup for what Saeed does later, um, which is, uh, you know, when Sawyer tries to get him out of there, mm-hmm. uh, Saeed decides to be patient and, and let Ben, ben young Ben Linus uh, come, come to the rescue. Um, and it's almost like he's, you know, he's testing fate. He's testing uh, what he knows about what Ben is capable of when he's an adult. And uh, yeah. and he's saying, you know, this isn't, this isn't any ordinary kid. Right. Uh, you know, and he sort of puts his faith in Ben, which is really weird, <laughs> uh, considering, you know, what we get in from the flashbacks and what, you know, the stuff that they fill in about the time, you know, when Ben was, uh, was working with Ben. Yeah. Um, we also get, uh, one of Ben's first lies, uh, a very <laughs> obvious lie is that, that Horace told him to bring a sandwich. Mm. Which we get uh, the truth later. Horace did not tell him to do, which made no sense. You know, we talked about that before. Of like, why is Ben the guy? You know, what yeah. sense does that make? You know, and it's nice to know that uh, Ben just lied to Phil about yeah, that. Yeah, he's just doing uh, it on his own. And Phil didn't feel the need. <laughs> Phil didn't feel the need to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, check that with Horace. Yeah, and uh, and that is covered by the fact that Sawyer says Phil is a dimwit. So <laughs> yeah. Everything is nice and neat in this episode. Yeah, which is kind of weird. That's not who I thought Phil was. Uh, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't call Phil Dimwit from what we've seen. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not the sense I've gotten of his character. But yeah, I, I guess yeah. I I I've, I mean, these people don't really know who they're dealing with it's in Little Ben here, and uh, you know, Sawyer Sawyer told Phil to get get him some food. And I guess Phil thinks that this kid, you know, was ordered by someone. He's bringing the food. I, I guess he just thinks, who cares? You know, mm-hmm. let him do it. I, I don't think he, he really understands w- what this kid is planning to do. Well, and just the idea of, you know, he's supposed to be watching the monitors. You know, when Ben goes in there, he can see them talking yeah. for extended periods of time with Saeed not eating the sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, sort of very simple things like why, you know, hey, kid, this is a dangerous situation. This is a hostile, you know, uh, you know, if this, I mean, if Saeed was really dangerous, you know, Ben comes to give him the sandwich, he gets too close to the to the, to the the jail cell, mm-hmm. and, you know, Saeed grabs him and kills him. Yeah. You know, uh, Saeed could do that through the jail cell and handcuffed sure. uh, very easily. So, uh, so it is dangerous and, uh, you know, but if, of course, it's a TV show, so Phil doesn't uh, intervene because <laughs> we want to see the scene, Phil. We want to see the scene. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And I think the dimwit line is supposed to cover that somewhat. Yeah. <clears throat> and maybe, maybe it's a red herring. Maybe uh, Phil will figure something out, and we won't see it coming because we all expect him to be a dimwit. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't. I, I I've always got my eye on Phil. I mm-hmm. I really I really feel like he's he's gonna. Uh, I I I feel like he he would be one of the first people to realize what's going on. He should be. That's 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 what I'm expecting. Based Maybe on he'll have a dream about it. The way he's been portrayed. Maybe he'll have a dream about it. And he'll see LaFleur behind the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. That took a second. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be that would be really weird. I had this dream last night. There was this man, and he was causing it all. (laughs) Oh man. 
Yeah, maybe maybe Lynch was trying to tell us that uh, Jacob is the one behind the trash can. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Who knew? It's all Jacob. Wow. Wow. Yep. Who knew? Uh, yeah, God. Um, oh, I wanted to say something else. Oh, um, oh yeah. uh, so he, uh, he refers to the first, uh, meeting with Richard here and mm-hmm. they showed it in the previously on Lost, uh, montage and, um, uh, I just want to say, like, it really, it really stands out that that's the only time we've ever seen Richard not look the way he has in every other scene, yeah. past and future. <laughs> um, you know, we saw him in the fifties. We we saw him in this like three years earlier than this, um, and uh, and then um, of course, you know, later off the island uh, and on the island, and he's always looked the same. <laughs> Mm-hmm. except this one scene. And um, uh, my, my hypothesis is that, is that when, when they did that, uh, I actually think originally they were trying to make him appear younger. And they, they wanted to use the same actor, and their way of doing that was to give him this hair and try to somehow hide you know, the fact that, that he wasn't. But he ended up not really looking younger at all. And and I think I, I want to say at that point um, they they decided to maybe go you know go a different direction with his character, bring him in more, and make him this thing that he is now, where he's like this constant that's always the same on the island, any time you know when when at whatever time period they're in. So that that's my that's my hypothesis about what's going on there. But didn't didn't we see Richard though in other time periods look the same before that? No, I mean the only the only time we had seen Richard before that was uh, was like um, when did he see Locke? Was that at, uh, that I was, was last beginning. season? That was season four. Okay. And and I, by that point, I definitely think they had. So this this was season three. Um, oh, that's this, right. This scene was in season three. The man behind the curtain. the 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 first time we saw him was Juliet's flashback, mm-hmm. which was sort of like two thousand one, roughly. And he looked the same, um, yeah. but it wasn't that long ago. And then we saw him on the island, you know, where he looked the same. But that, you know, that so that that, that was the first flashback we had seen of him, you mm. know, from a significant time period ago, where he should potentially maybe look different if he's aging. <laughs> and so anyway, um, I I I want to say that they didn't quite have the same plan in mind for him at the time, and that that and that now now that once they got that plan in place, they showed him the same. Wherever they were. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. That's interesting. I. I'm. It's definitely a mystery what. Uh, what sort of was going on there? Um. Because yeah, he 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 doesn't look younger. Um. It's. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with that. Hopefully, it will make sense. Uh. It could be some horrible. Ex- they might come up with some ridiculous reason why that made sense for the time, whatever sort of he was doing or whatever was going on. Um, yeah, it's that's an anomaly, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, really, it really stands out. But they've been consistent since then. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that, you know, they're they're open to making characters different from what they're originally envisioned. 
Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's anyway, that's my theory. <clears throat> okay. So, um anything else about this scene? Mm, no. I I did, you know, <laughs> when he says uh Ben says did Richardson you? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like like he really knows something. Uh and then and then he goes, you know, I think in any other situation it would have been like Richard who? And then Ben wouldn't be able to answer. <laughs> Because I don't think uh, he does. He know Richard's last name? Uh, I don't think Richard told him his last name, but I don't remember. Probably not. Because um, so many times when you hear Richard, you get Richard Alpert. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's but Ben doesn't know that, so it would have been very like you know weird if Said was like testing him with that. Mm-hmm. And Ben would have been like, uh. <laughs> Richard Jenkins? (laughs) Richard Richard Richardson? Richard Hostile? (laughs) Um, Richard Ricardo? Ben Ben sort of assumes that Richard is the leader. I mean, I don't remember their conversation explicitly, but uh, I'm just thinking about some of these conclusions he came up with. I like to think about the camera that, uh, you know, sort of, Saeed has to be reminded that it's that it can't, it's not recording audio. Mm-hmm. Of course it's not recording audio. It's just a camera. The thing that's yeah. weird, though, is they have shown... Um, uh, they have shown them recording audio before. Yeah. Uh, back, back in season three, when they were on the Hydra. Like, they, they had audio... Uh, that they that they showed um being recorded in the, the cages, in the cages, yeah. yeah, where Ben like overhears Sawyer, you know, sizing them up. And so yeah, I mean it's not well, out of the realm of possibility that they'd be recording audio, but I think I think it's probably so that Phil doesn't get to hear what they're talking about. Oh yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah. They yeah, should yeah, be yeah. recording audio. Yeah, they didn't wanna they didn't want to do that. Um Yeah, this room is apparently the the security office or something. Yeah, the, yeah, you the know, door, I, I, the door says Dharma Security. I was watching, um, I was watching the video podcast, and they they had a behind the scenes bit um, about the uh, the people who do the sets, and one of the one of the people said that they they had never really established an exterior for this for this this security place. And mm-hmm. so, so, uh, that like the idea, it's supposed to be underground. Like you see people going downstairs into it, Yeah. but, um, but there's no, there's no clear indication of where or what this is supposed to look like on the outside. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of weird. Like they just, like there's this room and it's somewhere, but we don't know where it is or what it looks like. And it's just sort of a central location. An- another thing I found out from there is that they actually, uh, the the cell that Saeed's in actually widens um, from the previous episode mm. because they were shooting more in there and yeah, they needed more funny. room. So it's like wider than what they showed previously. <laughs> so I thought it was weird. Not something I would have noticed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, it made me curious, like, where or what this is supposed to look like. Um 
on the outside. Yeah, I don't know. But they might never show it. This might be it for for this thing. Well, <laughs> they don't have any more prisoners, so they might be done. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, next scene? Uh, yeah. Okay. The next scene is Moscow. Uh, Moscow? I don't know. Uh, a man uh, runs through a hallway uh, into a room. He's pursued by someone. We know not who. He opens a safe and pulls out some money and offers it to the man who is Saeed. But Saeed just uh, shoots him, not taking the money. And then uh, Saeed leaves the building, goes outside, and uh, meets up with Ben. Saeed uh, asks Ben, where to now? Ben tells Saeed, we're done. That Saeed is taking care of everyone um, who posed a threat to uh, to his friends. Saeed is reluctant to accept this, um, but uh, but Ben just leaves. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> this was a weird scene. Yes, the, it was. The Ben, the ben Said exchange was very strange. Yes. Yes. Th- this coupled with the later Ben Said scene yeah. forms what is supposed to be, I feel like, um, sort of the, the, the core of Said's feelings about Ben and what leads him to do what he does at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very ambivalent. I like I can't quite identify what Saeed's so upset about. You know, it's 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 very vague. I'm not really sure um I'm not really sure what what his uh feelings about all this are. And it's it's not quite clear to me. Because Ben here says, uh, you're done and he, he sort of like doesn't want to be done, seemingly, like he, mm-hmm. he finds it hard to believe that they're just done and that's it. And Ben leaves, and it seems like he's just sort of upset that that Ben is just leaving him. Yeah, I think I think to a degree he is. I mean, I think he, he sort of had a purpose the last however long this is that he's killing people. And, uh, and I, you know, I think, I think Ben puts him in this situation. I mean, Ben could have said, hey, this guy you're going to kill is your last. After this, we're parting ways. Have a you know, have a good hunt or whatever. Yeah. But he didn't do that. He waited till you know, Saeed thought you know there'd be more, and 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 then says, oh, you know, by the way, you know, he pulled the, he got the rug pulled from under him. Um, and I think he sort of sort of doesn't have a purpose, and, and it's just weird, you know, when he when he asks Ben, you know, you know, what am I supposed to do now? And it's like, you know. <laughs> Why are you asking Ben for that? Yeah, you really uh, want Ben to tell you what to do with your life? Um, and uh, and then he says, you know, the whole thing about there's nobody else left to kill in Widmore, uh, which is, a, I think, a pretty startling revelation uh, in terms that Saeed just sort of, you know, out of the X number of people who were targets in Widmore, yeah, they're just, they're gone now. <laughs> Like he just sort of decimated a whole, uh, you know, these all these guys in this organization, uh, which seems like a pretty big undertaking. Um, so that's kind of weird. Um, yeah. So is that like, do we believe Ben when he says that, or is that like, I believe him. All I, part I think, of the plan somehow. 
And, and were these people really Widmore's people? I mean, there's a lot of things that I thought we'd find out here that we don't. Yeah. You know, who was the economist? We still mm-hmm. don't really know. I guess he's supposed to be Widmore. You know, Ben sort of openly says that these are Widmore's people, and I guess we didn't exactly know that yet, so that's something. But still, it it really seems like the nature of this work is, is really hazy. Like I, you know... Why does Ben want to kill them? Do they actually pose any threat to the Oceanic Six? You know, is is he really done? What really happened with Nadia? You know, yeah, there's still a lot of questions. All that stuff is. I really thought this is a chance to kind of seal that up, and mm-hmm. they really didn't. It's sort of as unclear as ever. And he says, "You're the one that asked for their names." Like, but didn't Ben come to him and say, I mean, that's the whole thing. This whole thing started with Nadia's death. Yeah. And, and he's the, upset about that. And then and then Ben uses that to propel him into this whole thing. Right? Yeah. Saeed does ask, you know, when he, he kills the first guy, mm-hmm. um, and then he says, who's next? And so Saeed sort of does. But then, of course, they cut to Ben smiling like, you know, mm-hmm. he he intended for that to happen. And so he sort of manipulated Saeed into asking for what he wants him to do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to make it seem like it's his choice. Yeah, exactly. The classic and con then, thing. And then he can now later throw it back in his face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not take any responsibility. It's, yeah. it's a good maneuver. It is, yeah. And definitely classic then. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's weird. And I guess I just don't understand Ben. Like, Ben is just... He's so slippery. I, I just can never, I can never grasp him. <laughs> um, I every time I think I understand him, like he just confounds me. Oh, that Benjamin Linus. Um, well, I mean, I think he he just wanted Saeed to, you know, kill these guys for him. Saeed is an expert killer, apparently, and uh, yeah. He just wanted these guys. I mean, it's funny. The next scene, uh, you know, when he when he comes to find Saeed after you know Locke is, you know, uh, murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he comes back and and almost every stink he says is a lie. Right. <laughs> you know, almost everything he says is either a lie or half truth, and it's you know yeah. he's definitely manipulating the entire situation again. Yeah. Yeah, and in that scene, we're in a position to know some of that. I guess mm-hmm. here, like, we really don't know enough to know, you know, exactly what's going on here. You know, who these people really were and why he wanted them dead and all it, that it stuff. It seems to me, it, it, what's weird to me and the question I'd be asking if I was Saeed is why don't, why why not just kill Widmore? Yeah. You know, why, I feel like Saeed should be asking why isn't Widmore one of the target? It, you know, if... If it's his organization that poses a threat, why kill all these guys and not just go for the guy at the top? Right. Um, who's responsible for all this? Um, so I, it's weird that Saeed never seemed to ask that question or to think that you know that that made any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that's a little strange, you know. He he sort of you know there wasn't any proof of who these guys were or what they did or right. You know, these guys could have been accountants or. Yeah, you know, I mean, they could have been, uh, you know, I mean, just because you work at Whitmore's organization doesn't mean much. I'm, sh- I'm sure he has a lot of people in different 
things going on, you know? Yeah, and they're not all, like, you know, part, they're not, I doubt they're all part of his, uh, you know, whatever. Plan to get to the island. Grand scheme is, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's got a lot of stuff going on, and, yeah, you know, um, uh, I mean, we saw his office, like, he's got just, like, ordinary, uh, people working there, you know, just, like, uh, accountants or, yeah, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, secretaries are, uh, um, you know, people responsible for, you know, paperwork, filing, people working in the mailroom, like, there's, yeah. there's no way they're all to blame. And it was all these sort of, like, international people. Mm-hmm. You know, I... Uh, hmm. Yeah, and that, that's just, that's the part that, you know, that I'd like to know. I, I'd just like to know, or, the, you know... What the, what the story is? I just like that filled in a little bit. Well, we'll we'll, we'll probably get it. I think we'll get it. Yeah, we probably will. I guess I, I mean, just you know. Say storyline isn't done, and there's, yeah. there's some more there. So yeah, that's true. That's true. I just feel like we're getting close. You know, I feel like we're getting to the point where, you know, the next Saeed episode or or the one after that could be the last one, and. uh I don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. Isn't it time to clear up all that stuff? I mean, if I mean, how late are they going to leave that? You know, I guess I don't really know how much it matters, but um, at a certain point, I'm 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 expecting them to kind of clear some of this stuff up. So I don't know. Yeah, hopefully they will. Yeah, I mean, there's there's time. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Uh, okay, so next scene? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to need, oh, I meant to look, uh, okay, so the next scene we go back to 1977, Horace, uh, comes in, um, to visit Saeed's cell, and he has a pair of, what are those things called? Like clippers? Yeah, I want to, I want to give him a name, I couldn't think of what the name was, but yeah, a little clipper strong clip clipper things. Um and he cuts off Saeed's hand fingers. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. We all thought he just might start yeah. snipping Horace, all kinds of Horace. stuff off. Yeah, Horace was really gonna cut his fingers off. <laughs> yep, I thought they love that. They they're they, they they will not hesitate to milk a scene for <laughs> anything they can get out of it. Oh, totally. <laughs> and that's the thing. Horace can't really... I feel like Horace can't sustain that no. at this point from what we know about him. No. You know? Like, it's different with Abaddon. You know, I feel like Abaddon's enough of an enigma that you could kind of pull that off. Yeah. But with Horace, we know too much, and he he just can't... I, I I never bought it when they were vaguely suggesting that he might use these to do some kind of awful thing to say. I was just like, no. Yeah. I don't I don't buy it, guys. I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah, the handcuffs, uh, which are the, I guess the plastic kind, um, so that he can cut them off with these. Uh, Horace uh, introduces himself. Uh, Radzinski is also there. Uh, Horace questions Saeed about the handcuffs and what they mean. Saeed does not answer. Uh, Horace says in an hour, if Saeed doesn't answer, then he will 
take this to the next level. <laughs> and scene. Um, yeah, the, the 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 suspense at the beginning when he you know he he's got the clippers and and he's like, hold out your hand, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, dude, like you know, yeah, it just it's so bad. It's just and it's Horace. I know exactly. You know, this this is Horace. It's, That's he, what I. Was, yeah, he is not a torturer, right? No. Uh, and and of course, you know, you would you would you know threaten to cut off fingers before you actually cut off fingers. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, the whole thing and yeah, the whole thing with the plastic cuffs. You know, we did we were asking that last podcast about Saeed and you know what they're going to do to get his cuffs off and because we were all assuming they were metal cuffs. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we were. But, but but they're like these plastic, these ridiculously this ridiculous plastic cuffs. Um. Which I mean, the fact that Alana's a bounty hunter, uh, I guess, makes me think that makes a little bit more sense. But I feel like even a bounty hunter would have regular handcuffs, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Um, but I think it's, it works well for their story. <laughs> it does, yeah, yeah, it definitely works. They do have those. I've seen these like plastic handcuffs. I, yeah, I think so, they use these sometimes. Because I, I've seen them, and they're just like they're just like those things you tie cables with. Yeah, they're just, and you just have to get them cut off, right? There's no key or anything. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't, they're not reusable. Very wasteful. Yeah, it just seems like why would you? I mean, if if your business is handcuffing people, <laughs> you want handcuffs? <laughs> if that's part of your, I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know why you, you know. Yeah. Maybe uh, plastic's a new metal or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of. I don't know. But they uh, did. They did address that point. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made more of a deal of it than I thought they would. I kind of thought they would just sweep that under the rug, but they actually uh, made that a key issue. That he had to explain why he was in the handcuffs. What is Rubinsky in this model, man? I mean, oh god, honestly, he will not shut up about the model. Honestly, they are really making me not like him. He, he's he is new, irritating. He's like the new Froger, you know. He really is. He is exactly like. Yeah, I was trying to like, figure out who he reminded me of. It's yeah. fucking Froger. It's Froger, man. Why is Rubinsky the same as Froger? That's I terrible. Think, I think next episode, they're going to have Rizinski arguing about the model, mm-hmm. and he's going to get a model in his chest. He's going to get a swan hatch launched to his chest. Yeah, it, it, he's, 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 yeah, he's definitely in the obnoxious category and irritating category. And if they keep going with it without getting to a point, he's just going to be really upsetting. And, and they haven't given, have given him any redeeming qualities. There's no that's, redeeming qualities. That's the thing about Froger. Like, you can have characters be annoying. So, like, Charlie was annoying sometimes. Like, Arnt. Sometimes. Arnt was annoying. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it was interesting. Yeah, but he wasn't all annoying all the time. Yeah. That's that's where it gets to be too much. You know, even Nikki and Paolo, like, yeah. were and better not than only, And not only just annoying, but but even, I guess, more so than Froger, maybe, 
was just one track minded. Just yeah, he's got one complaint, and that's all he wants to talk about yeah. all the time. The model, the model, the model. Yeah, oh, he's a spy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. It is weird because I it's so not how I envisioned the character from what, what no. little we knew about him. No. And it's really just disappointing. You know, I want him to be better than this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's... All he I think they, they could have, they could have like, made Phil Rosinski and Rosinski Phil. I think I would have liked it. I would have liked it more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I think, you know, Phil is... He hasn't been as annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like Phil is like, Phil is a little bit annoying, but nothing like this. Yeah, nothing like this, and and definitely more like cunning, seeming. I yeah, I agree. That would have been better. That would have been better, because the role Phil has just isn't as interesting or important as as Ritzinski seems to be. But mm-hmm. he's still the more <laughs> the more interesting character. Yeah, I mean, maybe Kelvin shot him because he was so obnoxious. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm ready to believe that now. Like, I don't want to shoot this guy. Shut up about the model. Yeah. Ugh, enough. Yeah, it's it's a little much. It's like every scene he's in, he's just totally... You're right. That's all he ever says. That's all he ever oh, says. God. It's exhausting. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's like, why aren't you at the flame station, homeboy? Like, mm-hmm. shouldn't you... Shouldn't you be looking for a plane or like go go do something interesting? Like why are you why is he always around anyway? Yeah. He's yeah. not part of the security team. Right? No. No, I guess we're supposed to believe he's so upset about this model <laughs> that he's just like personally invested in dealing with the Said situation and he's just yeah. gonna hang around until until that's dealt with. That's and basically so for him, like dealing with it is killing him. Well, you know, if 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 the if this was all a plan to the others to get, you know, if Saeed was really hostile, th- this would be a great plan in terms of, like, you know, you send Saeed in, they capture him, you know, Rosinski's, you know, uh, paranoid about this model thing, so he leaves the flame. No one's guarding the flame. Hey, <laughs> others, why don't you guys come in and, you know, ransack the flame or something? Yeah, you're right, yeah. It's a great diversion, you know. I wasn't even thinking about the flame, but yeah, he did seem to be the only person there. Yeah, I mean, so. I guess the ca- the cows are watching it now. Maybe the cows will alert. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they'll uh, they'll moo when they see another. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, well, that's that would be good. <laughs> <sighs> Probably wouldn't help much, but uh, I'd appreciate the cows more. Yeah, they could do that. <sighs> um, all right. So, uh, so I have something to talk about for the horse's last line, but it's more in terms of what happens in the next scene. So I'll wait. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, so in the next scene, we're in, we go to uh, Sawyer, Sawyer and Juliet's house. Um. Juliet's bacon is burning. She, uh... <laughs> it's like some sort of metaphor. It really does. bacon's burning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's weird. Uh, she, uh, she looks out the window. Uh, she tells Sawyer that playing... <laughs> that, uh... Her, st- her strips are sizzling. <laughs> 
<sighs> yeah. Uh, she tells <laughs> she tells Sawyer that playing house is over. Uh, she looks at uh, Kate and Jack out the window. Sawyer assures her that nothing has changed and that Saeed won't say anything. Horace uh, knocks and comes in. He tells Sawyer that Saeed won't talk and he will have to take Saeed to Oldham. Sawyer says, let me talk to him alone. Dun, dun, dun. Hey. Oh, he'll talk to me, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> um... <laughs> This is uh, this is James Gitter Dunn Lafleur you're talking know, to here. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's weird because uh, this thing this thing had a couple of moments, and this is one where there's sort of one tone that we're supposed to be getting, but then it's uh, it's weird because like so he's like, oh, he'll talk to me, like like I'm gonna you know he's gonna bust it, which he does. He like almost busts <laughs> in the door, but it's to go talk to his old friend Saeed, right. you know who. Who tr- they you know they they trust and mm-hmm. uh, you know it's like it's not that he's gonna like you know use uh, aggression to get the job done. He says it like that's what he's gonna do. <laughs> yeah, which is which is interesting. Yeah, uh, but the the thing I wanted to mention uh, in terms of sort of the structure and, and how they could have played this off in the previous scene, uh, you know, we see. Saeed not saying anything to Horace, and Horace saying, I'm going to give you an hour to, to decide, and then I'm going to take this to the next level. And then in the next scene, you know, we get Juliet concerned about what, what Saeed might say, and then Sawyer says, well, he won't say anything, and of course, it's, you know, they both they both know who Saeed, who Saeed is, and that if anyone won't say anything in a torture, you know, or interrogation situation, Saeed is high on the list. Yeah. And so that sort of reassures them, and then in the next, the very next moment is Horace coming in and saying there's a problem, and and he's like, what? You know, did he say something? And he goes, no, he didn't say anything. And it's this weird, like, emotional, like, thing where you <laughs> – the drama should have been – or ordinarily would have been, uh, you know, we would have been in this – you know, the previous scene, we you know, we see Horace interrogating Saeed, and we cut before we see, you know, Saeed not really say anything. Uh, and then, you know, <laughs> and then we cut to this scene where Juliet's concerned about what Saeed might say. Sawyer <laughs> reassures her. Horace comes in and says, we have a problem. You think, oh, no, is the jig up? Because that's kind of oh. the idea is, oh, my yeah. God, is the, is the jig up? What did Saeed say? But we know he didn't say anything. <laughs> and Sawyer just, you know, so they could have played this like, oh, crap, you know. Yeah. And so that's when that's when he's like, oh, did did he say something? And Horace is like, Dun, 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 nothing. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, that's what we thought. Cause... But it doesn't play like that because we already know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, weird. I guess that's an example of the opposite of them, like, failing to milk it for the drama that should yeah, be there. Yeah, they, they didn't really milk it for the I think because they wanted, they wanted it to be about the next level thing. Yeah. And, and now, and of course, you know, they still could have the thing with, Sawyer deciding to take over, but I think they wanted to go on the next level thing, but it would have been interesting to, I think, you know, in another, there's definitely other times when they've gone with the, the suspense of, is the jig up kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the, yeah, the downside to this is there's not really any suspense about mm-hmm. whether Said said anything or not. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's, hmm. It's weird because the rhythm is there, but it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, he didn't mm-hmm. say anything. We mm-hmm. know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's just sort of like you could just you could just change some of the words and have like everything else the same and and actually have that work. Mm-hmm. They're all set up to do it. Yeah, exactly. The setup is there, but you know. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, the thing about Juliet saying she never thought they'd actually come back was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think is kind of understandable. I mean, I after yeah. three years, I, I would maybe start to feel that way. Yeah. If you're if you're in the 70s and, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, she definitely should have had any reason to believe they'd come back to the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even if they came back to the island, it's like, well. Exactly. We're, we're stuck in time. Yeah. 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 What are the odds? But she doesn't know what the island wants or the oh, destiny or any of that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Or what Jacob uh, wants or whatever Whatever all this is supposed to be. And Julia gives this, this great look when, you know, she's sort of staring out the window at, at what, Jack and Kate or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, you know, while her bacon is burning. And, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, wink, uh, wink. Yeah, exactly. And then uh and then uh you know, Sawyer comes over and is like, What's you know, what are you what are you looking at? And and this look that she sort of gives towards him when he's walking over, you know, she she sort of doesn't want him to see obviously what she's looking at, but she sort of can't stop and if you look at that, that little part, the little expression she gives I think is, is pretty great. Uh Elizabeth Mitchell, ladies and gentlemen. Once again. <laughs> once again. The um yeah. Uh, Emmy deserving, if not winning. Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah, no, she's good. I agree. Yeah, she's uh, she's good. All right, I didn't really notice it. that, but uh, I'll have yeah, to take a look. Uh, it's, it's, take a look. It's a it's a certain it's a certain look she gives when it's like right when he's sort of walking over to see what she's looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. In the next scene, did I want to say anything? Mm-mm-mm, I guess not. Um, so in the next scene, uh, is this the right next scene? Yeah. Sawyer. Uh, Sawyer tells. Oh, this is. Uh, this is coming off. I'll go talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, let me talk to him alone. So Sawyer uh, marches in and tells Phil to take his lunch, and uh, goes in to see Saeed. Um, Sayu tells Sawyer about little Ben, and Sawyer reveals that he's aware of Ben um, but can't do anything about it. Uh, Sawyer goes into Sayu's cell and hits him and then tells him the plan. Sawyer's plan is to uh, say that Sayu confessed to being a defector from the hostiles and then to have Sayu live there uh, with the Dharma people as they are. Uh, Sayu doesn't want to do that and just wants to be let go. Uh, but Sawyer uh, wants to continue the life that he's built there. Um, so Saeed says he's on his own then. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, the the hitting him before telling the plan was was interesting. Yeah. Uh. 
They've done that a lot. I feel like you can make a montage of characters like apologizing and hitting someone for some reason that's yeah, other than right. pure violence. <laughs> It's like, I'm sorry, for what? Boom. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Oh, because of this reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to because blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's 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 not just on Lost, but they've definitely used that a lot. Yeah. Um. So what do you think about, uh, I don't know. The, the, this part of the story sort of surprised me. I, I guess, um. Like what? Uh, what if Saeed wanted? Do you do you think that? Because I I feel like the way this script goes, I feel like Saeed hasn't made up his mind what he wants to do yet. Like do you, do you think he do you think he knows what he wants to do at this point? Well, I think it's surprising that he's like when he was like, "Why in God's name would I want to live here?" <laughs> Is that what he says? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Basically, that's what he says. Um, and it's and I'm like. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, I I think he just wants to be like go so he can go into the jungle and presumably uh, go to the beach and realize there's nothing there and then uh, and then sort of just live on his own. And I, I mean, I don't think he really has a plan. I think he wants to go try to figure it out. Uh, but I but I and I also think that he doesn't sort of want to stay there with them. Um, uh, it's interesting because I think, you know, he should, you know, being on his own in this situation isn't really sort of the wise choice. Um, but uh, so they are sort of playing it, I think, a little bit counter to what we expect from this sort of, this setup. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess I expect him to, even if he doesn't want to stay there, I expect him to go along with it and just bide his time and, you know, yeah. figure I mean, something out. If, it, you know, it's not unreasonable to think that Saeed couldn't, uh, you know, defect and join Dharma and, and and you know, sneak onto or be allowed to get on a sub at some near future point. Mm-hmm. And sort of, you know, just the idea that he could leave that way. Um, so I don't particularly know what he wants to do. Um, um, but he seems to, uh, want to be on his own. I don't, I don't know. I think he's really disillusioned and I think that's what we're, they're trying to get across here. I think he's sort of disillusioned with, uh, with his purpose, I guess, or, you know, things like that. So it's, uh, yeah. I don't really think he's thinking rationally and, uh, you know, compared to what we know of him before, but... Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I feel like in the past, um, um, he, in general, I would say his purpose was to get off the island. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, whatever was going on in the moment, he always had some kind of goal to work towards, but it does seem like here um, he doesn't at this point know exactly what he should be trying to do. He's found himself in the 70s back on the island and uh there's sort of no clear path for him to take from there yeah <clears throat> so i sort of understand that but at the same time i guess i i i automatically expect him to just you know go along with the advantages that present themselves you know the fact that, that yeah that they that sawyer specifically says you know he set up that so in this in case of this situation you know right um, and yeah. that's the thing I really didn't like about how the conversation sort of shifted uh, towards the end here when uh, 
Yeah, he says, this was weird to me. He says, you know, um, you're going to offer me some intel on the others in exchange for living with us. So he says, why in God's name would I want to do that? Sawyer says, what the hell else am I supposed to do with you? So he says, let me go. Sawyer says, and then what? I can't just let you go. So he says, why not? So Saeed says, why can't you just let me go? And then and then Sawyer makes it about, you know, the fact that he's built his life there and that the others trust him, uh, blah, 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 that would all be gone away. Whereas the other idea of why can't you let me go is, you know, what sort of, what what would Saeed be allowed to do when he's not with Dharma? You know, I was thinking maybe Sawyer was going to say, I can't just let you go roaming through the jungle with, you know, we've got the hostiles are out there. Mm-hmm. They could kill you. You know, there's sort of like the same reason he sort of gave to sort of Jack, Kate, and Hurley. It's yeah. just like there's sort of no, it's it's not like in the future when you can be on the island and sort of relatively be okay, um, which I guess, <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people weren't okay. They died. But... <laughs> You know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. so it was weird when the conversation sort of went that way instead of the other way I thought was specifically about, you know, okay, if I can't, you know, Saeed is saying, I don't want to stay here. I want you to let me go. Why can't I, why can't you sort of let me not stay here um, specifically? Uh, yeah. You know, so it was interesting that story makes it about this whole trusting because they, because they, they could have done the same thing. I mean, Sawyer could have, you know, uh, in this scene, he could do what he wants to do later, which is have Saeed pretend to escape, knock him out, take the keys, and leave. Right. Which, you know, um, but so so here's, so that's what's kind of weird is... Yeah, um, I guess, I feel like at this point, he's worried about, he's worried about being found out if he lets Saeed go. And I guess at, at a certain point, I think he decides he's willing to put it on the line and you know, let Saeed go and, and hope for the best, you know, but I think he, I think he wants to not do that if he can, mm-hmm. you know, cause he's worried that, you know, well, but that's the thing. Like if, if Saeed doesn't want to stay there and, and he, and there's a plausible reason that he could sort of escape, then I, I don't see the problem with that, you know, and I, mean, I guess that's fine that he sort of comes to that conclusion later, but, uh, but the idea that it's like you either, you know, I mean, there should be three options. Join us, you know, stay here uh, in the jail cell and see what happens, or I'll let you go and you can escape. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sort of doesn't get those all those options, which is interesting. Until later, he gets the option to sort of go, be on his own and escape. But um, Yeah. And then he turns it down from Sawyer. Right. So you know, so it's uh, it's yeah. By the time Sawyer offers, he doesn't want that anymore. Yeah, he's changed his mind about what he wants to do. You know, he's found this mission to uh, take up. Yeah, it's um, it's a little bit weird, but uh, but it still it still works. Yeah. (sighs) Um. Okay, so next scene? Uh, yeah. Okay. Hurley brings uh, Jack and Kate some uh, food in the, I don't know, mess hall or something like that. Uh, Hurley, uh, Hurley asks about Saeed. Uh, Jack uh, didn't get any information out of Sawyer, so I just told him to let him do his job. Kate uh, says she'll talk to Juliet. 
Hurley says uh, um, the outcome will be the same because they are together. This comes as a revelation to Kate, and uh, it gets awkward, and Hurley leaves the table. Kate asks Jack if he knew, and he says, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great line, Jack. Great line. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jack yeah. is weird, man. Jack is he's 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 sort of weird in these episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's kind of weird to have Jack be so be so uh, ambivalent. Rem- yeah, ambivalent and just like removed from the center of the action. Like he's really yeah. on the outside here. Yeah, and he's just kind of passively going along with it. And uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's like Kate says. She's like, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I know. How do you not know what's going on? Exactly. If that's Jack the first time that's happened. Yeah. What's the point? I mean, well, nobody should know. Yeah. Um, Her thing was weird. I didn't get, like, um, there's two things he said. One was about, you know, it was really obvious, uh, you know, who couldn't see that coming, you know, that whole thing. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't get if he was saying, like, if you just think about Sawyer and Juliet being on the island for three years, you would naturally assume they would get <laughs> together. Or if he's saying after they got there, any, 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 he, I, I didn't, I didn't understand at which point it's obvious. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I thought he meant uh, the second thing. Like that after, after, from what they did, well, from what they'd seen, it was obvious. Not just if you put them together for three years on an island, it must, it clearly must happen. But I that that interpretation would make sense. It just didn't occur to me. Yeah, and then he <clears throat> there's something else he said. If he really thinks have, that, I don't have the transcript. Oh no! Uh, oh, it's when he he says, um, "Oh, like they're together, like you two were." And I, uh, what what was the line he said? Do you remember? He said, "Like you two were." Um, I think he says, "Like you two were." And I didn't understand which two he meant. <laughs> I think he means Jack and Kate. Okay, yeah, but I didn't know if he meant Jack, uh, like Kate and Sawyer were sort of together, or oh. like, you know, or Jack and Juliet. No, were I assume by you two he means the you two at the yeah. table, and he's yeah. talking about the fact that they were engaged off the island. Oh, that's what he's talking about. I think I think that's and they were living together in the same fashion at one point. So I, Oh, okay, okay, okay. I forgot about that whole Yeah. But does Hurley know that stuff? I think uh, yeah, Hurley does know that. Yeah. Wasn't he in the institution the whole time? He was, time? but they but they, they talked about it. In the dialogue when Jack visits him, it's clear that uh that Hurley knows. Hmm. All right, that makes sense. I just didn't know. I'm like, <laughs> there's a couple of relationships here. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could definitely be referring to other, at least two other possible couples. Um, but uh, but none of them really lived together for an extended period of time except uh, Jack and Kate. So I assume that's who he means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting that Hurley is in working in the cafeteria. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they have a like his the logo on his uniform is like a chef hat. Which, really? 
the in the middle it's a chef hat with a fork and a knife under it. <laughs> so is I that a Dharma logo? I nominate that for the most ridiculous Dharma logo ever. Does it say Dharma? It, uh, I don't think it says. Let me look online. I, I didn't get a good shot. I don't think it says Dharma. I gotta look at this now. Let me see. Oh look. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Wow. They really. Uh... It just looks like why they really pushed it with that one. That's... You know why? I yeah. Think, you know it's. It's making the, 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 the logos less important. <laughs> oh, yeah. If they'll just slap one on for anything. It's, yeah. It looks to me like it doesn't say Dharma, but some of them don't. So. Uh, yeah, it seems like the lower ones kind of don't sometimes. Depends. Yeah. Yeah. Jack's just got like a plain one. Yeah, uh-huh. he's just a workman. Oh. <laughs> you think he should have like a mop and a broom, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Broom yeah, that would make sense. They didn't put any time into the... Oh yeah. A little mop and a broom. It's <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. I, Yeah, you're right. The logos are just... They're just silly at a certain point. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know. I wanted it to matter more. They have more... Um, Important that they wouldn't just slap a logo on anything. <laughs> but yeah, God, I didn't. Even... Yeah, yeah, we didn't find out what Hurley's. Uh, I guess. Oh, I guess we find out what Kate's assignment is too here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know, kitchen man or whatever. I just, I just, it seems, it's weird to me because I feel like, doesn't he have issues with food and stuff? It's just, oh, like the whole thing, that you was know? so season two. <laughs> it's just, I it just, I don't, I just, it's weird to me that they put him back with, like, this food, food mm-hmm. thing, you know, why, is there no better place for Hurley to go than, like, to the kitchen? Like, I don't know, be the chef. Yeah, I agree. That's a little too. That's a little too much. But it does seem like whatever his issues with food were, he's just moved on. He just sort of <laughs> accepted that he eats a lot of food and yeah. it's bad for him, and and he just isn't upset about it anymore. That's the only difference. So Gross's line in this scene was, uh, "What did? It, what was it? Yeah, try the syrup. It really brings out the hand." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh God. It really brings out. It's not like it brings out the flavor of the ham. It brings up the ham. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so weird. Yeah, really that, reminds the ham. Of a, that reminds me of a line from Twin Peaks about ham and and uh, ham and uh, uh, maple syrup. Oh, really? Not something like nothing like the taste sensation when maple syrup collides with ham. I guess. Yeah, maybe. I guess that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like that's a thing. Ham and syrup. Ham and syrup. I've never had it. Never really liked ham, so uh, wouldn't have put it with syrup. Wouldn't yeah. have eaten it anyway. Uh, you know, I'm not a ham fan anymore, but uh, back in the day, I, I've, I'm sure I've had uh, you know some waffles or pancakes with syrup, and there was ham, and I'm yeah, I can I can I can imagine that taste, uh, but it's funny to. Uh, but that's a thing, like... Yeah. 
like you know, you you'll be missing something from your breakfast mm-hmm. if you if you don't experience the pleasure that is ham and syrup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Hurley. We count on you for those uh, food-based observations. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and Jack's lying about you. Know, Kate says, "Did you know?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And scene. Like, like no further explanation needed. Wow, thanks, Jack. Yeah, that's all Jack had to say. Yeah. No, oh, there like, you go. You know, now I get a whole shot of it. It definitely doesn't say Dharma. Yeah. Anyway, not that that matters. <clears throat> yeah, it's just, just like no. You know, I was thinking he'd be like. Yeah, I just found out last night, or it came mm-hmm. to it as a surprise to me. You know, it's just like Kate just gets really left feeling like she's the only one who didn't know, mm-hmm. and, and it's just like he's like, yeah, I knew. Mm-hmm. And Jack does nothing to sort of alleviate that. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah, and we're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's get out of here. Um, well, on that note, let's go to the next scene. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so in the next scene, we see uh, Roger Linus, Ben's dad, show up uh, right outside Saeed's cell. Um, Roger says that uh, Saeed's dumb to be captured by these idiots, um, but uh, Saeed uh, fires back that he's cleaning up for them. Ben comes in to uh, bring Saeed a sandwich, which he now claims is for Roger, his dad. Uh, Ben is uh, clearly afraid. Roger doesn't believe it. Uh, Roger pushes Ben around and gets Ben to admit that the sandwich was for Saeed and sends him away. Uh, Roger then throws the sandwich and exits. What a scene. What a scene. (laughs) Um, I still want to question if if Saeed is actually eating these sandwiches from young Ben Linus. I I just don't think he should be eating them. I I just don't think he should be. Um, <clears throat> it was so weird to me too when at the end when Roger you know after the whole thing with Ben he you know makes him leave and and Roger throws Saeed's sandwich on the ground and leaves and I'm like, man, you just got to come back and clean that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oops. It's a little ineffective when, you know, you got, you're the one, you make a mess and now you've got to clean mm-hmm. it up. It's it's like, you know, it's like Locke throwing dishes and then like <laughs> yeah, calming himself and then like picking them up mm-hmm. and cleaning up the messy bait. It's just sort of extra little, pathetic. Yeah, yeah. It's just because <laughs> like, you I've made my point, and now we'll clean this up because that's my job. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, I feel like, you know, Roger throws a sandwich, and then he walks out and closes the door, and then, like, he waits, like, five seconds. Yeah. And he comes in and he cleans up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think I've made my point here. <laughs> yeah, and now back to my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's weird. That's where, that's where the drama kind of gets in the way of the reality yeah, because it's sort of a punchline for him to throw it. But I, I'm wondering if if they're if we're supposed to believe that he's that Roger came. It didn't like doesn't really clean up there, so much as he just wanted an excuse to talk to Saeed. Mm-hmm. 
Because, I mean, it gets kind of what it and, – and, of course, he catches Ben. Yeah. Uh, That's the real it, reason they bring yeah, him in. Yeah, yeah, that is the real reason. <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we see Ben lying very astutely at a young age. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, he, he almost passes that off. <laughs> oh, I made it for you. I think the fact that he, you know, sort of never made a dad a sandwich is what gets him, you know, in trouble. But You know uh, – I was just thinking about this scene uh, from a previous episode that's really like this. Um, uh, it's it's the flashback from the other woman with with Juliet and Goodwin and and uh, Juliet showing Ben some uh, some slides and and Goodwin comes in with food for Juliet, but he claims that he's bringing it for Ben when when <laughs> when, when Ben's there. <laughs> I just realized how similar that was to the scene. Totally. That's really weird, because that was Ben, like, in, in the reverse position. So I don't then, know. I want to see that scene again and have Ben know that Goodwin's lying, because Ben told that when he was 14 or I know, I know, yeah. Yeah, it seems so, like, I don't know, cyclical or something. That's, That's like the, uh, the, you know, shooting yourself to make it look like the person is mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that was a big deal. But yeah, I just I just thought it was weird that they'd actually used that whole setup before. Mm-hmm. It hadn't occurred to me until you said that Ben was lying about who it was and he almost pulls it off. I was like, that's yeah, that's a weird scheme, but they've used it before. It's a thing. Well, what episode was that? The other woman. The other woman. I'm wondering. Let's see. From season four, episode. Let's see. Can I can I come up with a number? I'm going to say six. Yep, you're right. Okay. Woo! You can keep your job. <laughs> I was just trying to see if it was written by the same people, oh. and, uh, and it's not. I don't think it was, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, anything else in this scene? Uh, nah. Ready for the next D? Yep, yep, ready. Okay, so in the next scene, we go to Santo Domingo. Said is uh, building uh, some kind of uh, structure, as we saw him earlier in the season. Um, and uh, and Ben shows up. Ben, uh, ben tells Said that Locke is dead, and uh, he thinks that uh, he was murdered as retribution for what Said was doing. Ben says that Said is in danger, and uh, tells Saeed that a man is watching Hurley in the institution. Saeed figures that Ben wants him to kill this man and asks Ben why he thinks that Saeed would want to do that. Ben tells him that it is in his nature to be a killer. Saeed tells him that he doesn't like killing, so Ben apologizes and walks away. (laughs) Yeah, um, we don't have the transcript but um, I was going to go through line by line and point out which of Ben's lines were lies oh. and which was the truth. Because, yeah, that would like, be good. God, I wish we did have the transcript. So, yeah. so much of what he said was just not Yeah, not the truth. One obvious lie is about Locke. We know what happened <laughs> yeah. to Locke. He goes, I think Locke was murdered. Uh, that's a lie. You know Locke was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, you know, the uh, retribution for the, no, not really. Afraid no, not. not. Yeah. I don't think you killed him as retribution for what you were doing. Yeah. That would be really weird. Yeah. Oh, and then the, the line about uh, Saeed says, how did you find me? And, and, ben, and Ben says, I looked. Well, that's kind of a lie. You you say mm-hmm. before that, you know, he said before he has a man watching Saeed, so, mm-hmm. so that's how he knew where he was. Um, oh, I didn't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just like all these little all these little lies. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely lying here. And, like, th- this is, so this is basically part two of the, you know, Ben-Saeed relationship that's developed here. And, uh, and and again, I wonder exactly what the issue is. Like, does Saeed just not trust him? Does he just think he's lying? Or is it really just that he doesn't want to work for Ben anymore and that he sort of moved on? You know, like, how does he take this? And then another thing is, what is Ben's motivation to sit here and, like, tell Saeed you're a killer? And, you know, I, like, I, I don't quite understand why he does that. You know, like, does he really think that that's going to motivate Saeed to do what he wants? I mean, I guess it works, but uh, it just seems odd for Ben to stand there and well, sort of pass judgment on him. Well, the thing he does here, if I remember correctly, is he, he tells Saeed that, you know, these men are, you know, dangerous and basically they're they're watching Hugo. And, and, mm-hmm. and so, you know, it's like the beginning scene, you know. you got Saeed in a situation where he gets to kill to protect and so, I mean, Ben basically gives him those two things. A, here's someone he's protecting, and B, your killer. Um, his motivation for saying that, uh, yeah, it's a little weird. Um, like, why not say, because you want to help your friends, or, you know, something, something that well, doesn't he's come off that. He, he's already used that, and I think, you know, maybe he's, Maybe he's betting on the fact that, you know, Saeed's had time to mull over what he's done before working with Ben. Uh, and, and yeah, he he shouldn't be able to use that same thing exactly. Uh, but maybe he's just, maybe he's hoping, you know, Saeed has come to that conclusion or something, or or feels bad about what he did. And yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know. Yeah, it's just like you know, Ben is asking him to do these things, and it just, I mean, it, this this is where it just kind of seems contrived. It seems like he he's got to say this here so that Saeed can have his line later. Yeah, and it's. It's also like, why would Saeed sort of ever work for Ben again? Uh, yeah, yeah he, he really should not want to work for him anymore. Right. But he was lamenting the fact that he worked for him the first time. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, and that's a strange thing. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't exactly work for him. Like, he sort of does it, but he continues to sort of not, you know, not want to go along with Ben's plans. He's just like... Okay, I'll go rescue Hurley, but I'm still not with Ben. Mm-hmm. You know, like he still sort of sticks to that. Um, like he wants to protect him, but somehow not be under Ben's control. Yeah. Um, but he ends up doing what Ben wanted him to do anyway. So, you know, it doesn't. The whole thing with Saeed after this is weird. You know, the whole thing when he's when he is rescuing Hurley and killing all the guys and. Yeah, that's what I was gonna like, say. What? Like, this is where we find out about. The, I, this is supposed to be the dirty linen, you know, what we find out in this episode. And, like, I just, I'm, I don't know what the dirty linen is. What's the dirty linen? Oh, you know? What was the line again? Remember where they said they had dirty linen? <laughs> and I, they kept, I don't remember the line, though. It was something about, 
Yeah, I don't remember exactly. It was something about we can take care of the dirty linen later, or now's not the time <laughs> oh, for the dirty yeah. linen, or let's not wash our clothes right now. Yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I remember it being dirty linen. That's... The washers, the washers full. I'll get the next one. <laughs> yeah, I'm all out of quarters. Do you have any? <laughs> <laughs> it was a very extended laundry metaphor. I'm sure. Uh... Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I didn't separate my colors from my... Uh, let's see. So he says... Yeah, and... You, you and have friends in trouble. Let's get them to safety and save the dirty linen for later. There you go. So this is in response to Ben saying he, he'll he go deal with Hugo. I guess he's in jail at this point. And so he mm-hmm. says, I'm not letting you go anywhere near... See, it's weird that he, he comes off thinking Ben wants to hurt Hurley, and we've seen no evidence of that. Right. Right? I mean, why? And then that's the whole thing where Saeed tells Hurley not to trust Ben. It's like, it's weird. It's I, I feel like something is missing here. We still haven't seen the thing that makes all this sort of work. Yeah, like uh, I feel like this is supposed to be about the dirty linen, but I still don't really know what the dirty linen is. Maybe the dirty linen is that he shot little Ben. Oh, but Saeed should know that. He should know that. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe the dirty linen is... Um... Yeah, like, is the dirty linen that Ben didn't want him to kill people anymore? Or is the dirty linen that Ben called him a killer? Or is the dirty linen that he doesn't trust Ben? He thinks he's lying about stuff. You know, he sort of doubts his whole mission in the first place. Like, I, I'm, I'm... It's... I really thought they would make clear what what it what it was that he was that he was upset about. Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. I mean, the whole thing later when it, you know, if I see you again, it'd be a pleasure for the both of us. And, and okay, yeah, we gotta thing, talk about and, that. That's uh, you know, yeah, yeah, that's it, a whole it's thing. A little weird. And then also, I still I still want to know about the people who. I mean, there were people there. Yeah. Like, are they all? Are we supposed to think that they're all? I mean, because Ben lies about Locke. Like, we know for sure that he lied about Locke. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you assume he's lying about most things, but like, that's that's one that's verified. And since he since he attributes Locke's murder to Widmore, you know, and to what basically what they were doing, you know, mm-hmm. like, are we supposed to then infer that all this stuff that he's attributing to Widmore is actually his? Like, is actually like, under his control? What's with Saeed, man? I mean, like, why would you even believe that as a plausible reason for Locke to die? Like, Locke comes to you in a wheelchair, you know, some short period of time before, you know, Ben gets there. You know, you're Saeed. Locke right. comes to you, says, you know, miraculously left the island or whatever he says to him, and he's trying to bring <laughs> people back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, it's already crazy. Uh, and then Ben comes and says, yeah, these guys killed Locke in 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 relationship between what we were doing. Right. You know, what Ben and Saeed were doing, that makes no sense. Locke had nothing to do with it. Why why kill Locke of all people? You know, um I don't I don't understand what the rationale Sa- uh, Saeed makes to even believe that. Yeah. Yeah, I you have know? no idea. And, and then why go after Hurley, you know, and it's just like it I mean I, I guess like Widmore's people Widmore's people could know, you know, that 
See, it seems like they're operating on the on the belief that you know from the from the Kimi the Kimi Widmore boat thing of of they just want to kill everybody. Yeah, and that's just not what Widmore wants. Right. You know, and um, and that's what's weird is yeah, and then the whole thing about the guy, you know, these these people who they've been killing and the people watching. Hurley yeah, like was that guy looking? Was that guy outside Hurley's institution supposed to be Ben's guy, and he just set I him up there? Been, yeah, I think it could have been Ben's guy. I don't think uh, Woodmore is necessarily watching Hurley. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I think. I mean, uh, the fact that he lies about Locke and attributes it to Widmore, like, you know, it calls that into question. But I, it just seems like, I don't know. It just seems like a. I I just wanted I just wanted a little more clarity on what we're supposed to think about that. Yeah. You know. I mean, how well, long are they going to kind of push us, you know, before they really tell us what that was about? Um, I think maybe maybe when they get to Hurley's backstory and what brought him there, maybe it'll mm. shed a little bit of light on that. I see. Yeah, okay. Maybe. maybe so. Yeah. Like I, I didn't really believe that those people, that Ben was responsible for those people before this. But like, having him do that one thing, you know, to me, it, it makes me it makes me um, think that it might be him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, of course. I mean, figuring out like Widmore's motivation and who did what and all that. I mean, I don't expect all that to be cleared up. But like, it seems like a few of these things could be. I think plot-wise, we need some more info at the very least. Yeah, you know, we just need to sort of see what happened, and and Said is Said is weird in this episode. I, I'm realizing that now. He's even in the flashbacks, he's making these weird conclusions and doing weird things, and yeah, I don't see a lot of motivation for some of that stuff. Yeah, like Ben Benjamin Linus is the the most evil, most lying person you've ever met. You decide to work with him, right? And kill people who you sort of never, you know, you never really get proof on what they're doing and and all this stuff. Ben Ben tells you they're bad, so you kill them. Yeah. Then 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 he drops you like it's hot, and right. You know, then leaves you by yourself and says you're done, and then comes back and says, hey, by the way, there's some other shit to do, and it's like. You know, this is Saeed we're dealing with. He should know Ben's a manipulator, you know, but but yet he still is prompted to prompted into action, you know. Uh, and again, I think they're saying, you know, because he wants to protect Hurley, and and that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and there are these rant. I mean, you know, they go to the Saeed's hotel or wherever, and there's the guys there that he has to kill, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I I don't necessarily think those are Ben's guys. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, they still have they, there's, there's still some gaps there. Yeah, I mean that seems like a bit much. Like, why would Ben throw all these people at Saeed? You know? Yeah, I don't I don't see Ben doing that. I don't I don't see him doing that. The guy outside Hurley's thing sort of makes sense. That you know that provides the it corroborates what he says and it, it gives Saeed a reason to get Hurley out of there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean just sending people to kill Saeed just. Over and over again, like I don't know. Does Ben really want Saeed to die? Like I don't think he does. Well, ostensibly he wants him back on the island, right? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I would mean. Expect. If if he believes Saeed needs to go back, then he should want him back. Right. Yeah, and it's sort of like 
once again, like, hinted slash whatever at the end that, you know, that maybe Ben was behind getting him on the plane somehow. You know, yeah. they, they at yeah, least play around with that. We get we got to talk about that one, too. Yeah, I know. It's a whole thing. Uh, but it's just, it's just frustrating. I would like, I mean, we don't ha- they don't have to tell us everything to, like, reveal a few things about did Ben do this or not, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you just say if this person, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, would it really reveal that much if they, if they just did that? At what point, the, the the point that we see Ben in the in the, I mean, I guess it's the point. <laughs> I can't decide where is the point in terms of the flashbacks that we see in this episode that Ben, you know, has sort of talked to Miss Hawking and he's preparing to get people back. That, that's, I mean, obviously after Locke dies, right? Yeah. So so before so before okay, they all get off the island. Ben is working with Saeed for a while, killing people. Yeah, it seems like they basically spent three years killing the people. They kill the people, and then... But then there's a period of time when they, you know, Saeed is by himself, and then Ben comes back. Yeah. Okay, then that pretty much leads up to when they leave. So, okay, so most of the three years was the killing of the people. Right, Um, yeah. And then then Saeed went off to Santo Domingo and... And, and then to do some real good. And then there's yeah, and, and then there's a period of time where Locke is there before Locke dies. I'm I'm not quite sure how long that's supposed to have been, but yeah, um, some amount of time. But once Locke dies, everything happens pretty fast. You know, like um, the period of time between like when Locke dies and when they get on the plane is like a few days, I think. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if you know at what point did Ben. You know, what point did Ben know that they had to all go back? Yeah, was, was that from? That wasn't from Locke talking to Locke, was it? Like he talked <sighs> to Locke, and Locke says he got to go. But he brought, he's going to bring him back, and then um, kills him. And here's Hawking, and then Ben goes to Hawking, and then decides to do this. Yeah, maybe that's it. Hmm. I I I think Locke does tell Ben that that's what he's trying to do. And that he failed. So, so yeah. ben, ben at least knows, knows that... But so Ben didn't want to bring them back before that, then. That's what, yeah, that's what it seems like. So that's what's weird, because, you know, a lot of the stuff Ben is doing is sort of before that. Uh, so I'm, yeah. trying to, I'm trying to figure out what his motivations are. Like, I, you know, if all of this is to get Saeed back on the plane, back on the island, you know, that motivation didn't sort of come until a certain point, really. Yeah. So you, it doesn't really encompass all the killing and all the other crap. No. No. Uh, and I think, is, shouldn't it be weird, and I don't know how they would play this, but shouldn't, I don't know, I guess Ben or Saeed realize, like when, when, when Ben says Locke is dead, like Ben shouldn't know that Saeed just saw Locke recently. Like shouldn't, I mean, in an ideal situation, shouldn't Ben assume that Saeed hasn't seen Locke? Like Saeed should be like, what? Locks off the island? Did could Locke have told Ben that he saw Saeed? Well, no. I mean, it's really more on Saeed to to say to really be surprised, but he's not surprised because he has seen he has seen Locke recently. But then he should say, Ben, why aren't you surprised that I'm not surprised? Because <laughs> oh, okay, you, you know, so you, 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 you want I mean? you want Ben to act. 
You want Ben to act surprised that Saeed's want, not surprised. Well, I want Ben to come off as if he doesn't know that Locke just visited Saeed, and for Saeed to realize that Ben is coming off of it as if he sort of knows that Locke just recently visited him. I see. Yeah, okay. Uh, because yeah. I really should I mean, if, if Saeed wasn't just visited by Locke, that should have been Saeed's sort of question is, you know, Ben says Locke is dead, and Saeed should go, what? Like, he's dead on the island? No, no, he's dead in New York or wherever. Right. Like, oh, you know, because he, you know, like he, Ben, you know, from Saeed's perspective, Ben shouldn't know that Locke just visited him. Right. It's it's a com it's com com complicated, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, no, they just blow right by that. They don't. Yeah, they just go through that. It's, it's a weird thing. That's I don't one know of those things where that. the characters. The characters all know, and so they don't they don't address the fact that they don't know that the other characters know. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just it just doesn't. You know, not a word is spoken Cause, about it. Yeah, because Ben could have been like, "Lock is dead," and then so he goes, you know, I forgot what his line is. You know, oh really or how or whatever, and and Ben goes. You're not surprised. Did he see you recently? You know, or something like that. You yeah. Know, like, deleted scene. Yeah. Deleted <laughs> scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a minor point. Yeah. Yeah, I always fall into that trap of just kind of assuming they've seen the show, so they don't need <laughs> to talk about what each other knows and why. Mm-hmm. And who who should know what and yeah. who shouldn't know what and yeah. I guess that's why I partially wanted to believe that Saeed is suspicious about Locke's death. You know about what Ben tells him. Mm-hmm. But it isn't clear what he thinks about that. I don't think. Yeah. Um... You know, it's. I mean, this whole this all goes back to Nadia. I mean, Ben is yeah. Ben's the one who says those guys were with. You know, the guys who killed Nadia were uh, yeah. with Widmore, and that could have been the original lie for that. Yeah, like, I know, and I guess I feel thing. like that would be that would be an obvious. I mean, it does seem like that would be more than dirty linen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it seems like that might rise above the level of dirty linen and sort of uh, not be something that's just like you know. Uh, I don't. Yeah, no. I mean, I think it, you know. It seems like that would be too extreme. Found that out. But on the other hand, that like out, yeah. that would be a really plausible thing for Saeed to find out and want to kill kill Ben as a kid for. Yeah. You know, like that. That like emotionally, that would make more sense than whatever they show here, which is just very obscure. Like whatever his reasons are, just his general feeling that Ben's not trustworthy, or you know. I, like I, I, I don't really know. I well, we can talk about it more. I, I sort of think he does it to, in an attempt to prevent the future, but to to sort of not have been live. And, yeah. You know, you know, he just wants his tyranny to end before it begins. Right. Right. Uh, but how does he know, you know that it's tyranny? You know, like it how seems does like he know it's tyranny. It seems like he doesn't. Well, he knows it's tyranny because he lived through it with everything that happened. In the future, I mean, do you mean the stuff on the island? Yeah, like, like, all the stuff on the island, and then and, and on all the sort of you know murders and stuff he committed for Ben and all that. Yeah, but like at this point, he doesn't know for sure that those murders weren't 
you know, a good thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we haven't seen him know that. I don't think there's even time for him to know that. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's sort of the part that's bothering me. Like, I want well, him but to know plenty, that. Well, but there's plenty to kill Ben over than that, I think. <laughs> but it just seems like if he's killing Ben over stuff, like, from from before that, it just seems, like, belated, you know? I mean, he was working for Ben for years. You know, it just seems like after, like, three years, he woke up and he was like, oh, wait, I hate Ben from the island. You know, that that's just weird. Uh, the way it plays out, isn't it, like... I don't know. I mean, there's a we can talk about it. There's one of the things is, you know, Said mentions, you know, he's he's there to bring Ben to the others and this whole thing about he this sort of quasi notions of sort of what his purpose is and uh I, I think that has a lot to do with what he did. It, it, it he feel I think he makes some conclusion about what all this means and what he's supposed to do. And I think he concludes that uh that he's supposed to kill Ben or shoot him. I d- yeah, I agree. That's definitely that's definitely it. I just, you know, but yeah, we can talk about that in more detail later. Um, uh, but it just seems like that's the central, I feel like the central point of this episode is to get him there and to provide some, some kind of explanation for why he thinks that's his mission. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, that's where I feel like it doesn't quite happen. I, I, I never get. Here's, but here's here's another thing to I think a point to bring up that I think Saeed gathers is that Ben tells him in the beginning, uh, you know, I came to Richie four years ago. I told him I wanted to join the others. Mm-hmm. You know, he said if I was patient, it would happen. Uh, and if you're patient too, you know, I'll help you. Uh, and, and Saeed knows that Ben does eventually go with the others mm-hmm. and he does sort of become the leader, and all that does happen. And so. Um, I, I think that sort of, that puts him on a particular course in terms of what he thinks, you know, as far as, uh, uh, you know, what he should be doing. Um, so he, you know, he goes on this whole thing of just sort of waiting there. Uh, but, but yeah, the whole, the whole thing about, uh, so, you know, my, my point is, you know, it, Ben sort of proves the, the point sort of, of. Patience is wor- it, it, will work, sort of. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of oh. why he does that thing. Uh, but it's um, but yeah, the, the yeah, there's a bit of a disconnect. Maybe we, maybe we can figure it out. I don't know. We'll okay. see. Yeah, it'd be nice because like I could definitely buy that he would want to kill Ben just for what happened up to season four. You know, mm-hmm. on the island. Like I I could buy that. He did a lot of stuff during that time that you know, would be nice to prevent. Um, But by putting the flashbacks here, you really make that connection that it's because of this, you Mm -hmm. know? And, and so that's, that's the part that's, that's bothering me. It, 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 it may, it implicitly suggests that this is why he comes to this conclusion, or at least it's a big part of his motivation. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what I don't get, but yeah, maybe we can figure it out. It'd be nice. and I think he is, and I think there's something that we're supposed to glean, which I don't know what it is about the, you know, we mentioned before about the, if I see you again, it'll be unpleasant for the both of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, some, you know, he's, he's, he doesn't want to go back to the island. And I think he is sort of pissed in a way that he does end up back there. Uh, you know, and I, he probably blames Ben for that. 
because Ben was the one who was organizing that expedition. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's part of it too. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next. Yeah. Scene. Uh, okay. Next scene. <laughs> um, okay. The next scene. We're back in 1977. Uh, Sawyer uh, gives Saeed a last chance to say something, and then uh, stuns him with a taser. Uh, some men come in, and Sawyer says, "Take him to Oldham." Uh oh. They uh, time they, for the next level. Yeah. Uh. Everybody, everybody, sit down. This is this is going to be intense. They uh, they arrive at Oldham's Oldham's tent in the uh, jungle somewhere. Uh, Oldham comes out of the tent. Uh, Sawyer tells Saeed that he's our you. Oldham has Saeed put in restraints so that he can give him a drug. Um, Phil and Rizinski hold him while they give him the drug. Um, Oldham tells Saeed not to struggle, and in the end, Saeed will tell them the truth. Boom. Boom. Next scene? You want to just go through this whole... Or is the next scene still... The next scene is a flashback. Oh, okay. Uh, Back to the marina. So, so, yeah, this scene, what are you going to do? Oldham, you know, you didn't really live up to your... uh, Yeah. Oldham, who uh, who uh, I immediately recognized from various other television shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, man, he's everywhere. Uh, uh, but you're right. He was, yeah. I really thought he was going to be really crazy, but uh, he really wasn't. It just became comical at the end. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I guess I should have used half a drop. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. That's the punchline? <laughs> yeah, that's what's weird. I mean, because honestly, he, he used the right amount, as he said, you know, like, yeah. it, he did, and it's, so he didn't, like, make a mistake, but the fact that he thought he could have, it's just like, what? Like, why, you, you should, you know, you should know, if you're this good guy, you know, good at what you do or whatever, if you're as good as Saeed, you should know you did it right, and. Uh, and yeah, he's got the record playing, and he's out in the woods by himself, and yeah. it's, just, it's just sort of. Uh, you just don't understand, like, what's the point of all they, that. They set uh, him up to be creepy. Um, yeah. But he's not. He becomes bumbling at the end. All he gave him was a truth serum. Yeah. You know, like, he didn't give him anything like, you know, this this old, some crazy, you know, island concoction of mm-hmm. of plants and herbs that would make Saeed, you know, do something crazy or, you know, like, you know, like, it's just, it's a truth serum. Great. All right. Yeah, you get you guys are playing playing rough. <laughs> this is the next level right here. Yeah, look gonna, out! We're just gonna make you tell us the truth. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This whole thing is just really like, I mean, it seems like anybody could have given him this. Yeah, uh, truth. Like it, this doesn't require this crazy guy in the jungle to. To, to do, you know. Mm-hmm. All they need is whatever he's putting in that thing and just pop it in his mouth and wait. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's all you got to do. It's not that hard. So, yeah, it's, uh, uh old them. Ugh. Old them. I give up. So, next scene. Next scene. Okay. In the next scene, we're, it's a flashback, and we're back to the marina. Um, we've been back there a lot, and here we are again. Uh, they they 
they recon and change the scene slightly um, mm-hmm. so, so that now Saeed only speaks to Ben and says, if I see you again, it will be extremely unpleasant for us both. Mm-hmm. Rather than what he said originally, which was, if I see you or you, meaning Jack or Ben, again, it will be extremely unpleasant for us all. That, yeah. was, that was the original line. That was the original, yeah. And they change it because this is this is one of those examples that it where it really it really hits home this thing that that's always bothered me about when they do this where they they, they revisit a scene but now the drama is about something completely different from what it was before mm-hmm. and so the original stuff that was there kind of doesn't work anymore yeah and this this makes it really explicit where they actually change what he said because the conflict here is about him and Ben and Jack is irrelevant. And to, to have him sort of fire at Jack here would be awkward. It wouldn't sort of fit with the general theme of the episode. Yeah. And so they actually changed his line. I just yeah, think that's, that's weird. Much. I can't I believe think, they did that. I think it would have been I, – I, I think it – I don't think it would have been any worse to just replay the scene and for us to know, okay, this is a flashback to that scene. We remember it. Yeah, uh, and to know that the drama is about Ben and Saeed, and so when we see this scene again, we can say, "Hey, even though Saeed threatened both of them, the drama is about Saeed and Ben." Yeah. So that's what we'll focus on in this scene. We don't have we don't have to, you know, it doesn't make it any better for me to, uh, you know, now that they retconned it, that Saeed was sort of prescient and and sort of couldn't knew that in the future he'd have, you know, that this. This, what he would be saying in the past would, you know, be uh, more relevant in the future. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't do anything for me. I, it, it's fine that Saeed threatened both of them and, you know, half of that threat came true or, or is important now, you know. Like, I, I, don't, I don't see why they did that. Um, I, to me, it, you do something like that when you expect the viewers not to remember how it really went down. Yeah. Uh, you know, which I think is, is a little bit, um, you know, bad, like, I think. That line was, me- like, I really liked the line and remembered it mm-hmm. in the first time because I just thought it was a cool thing to say. Yeah. It'll be extremely unpleasant for all of us, like, bringing him into it. And, you mm-hmm. know, just, it was a weird kind of threat because it was, it's also going to be bad for me, you know, and I, I, I sort of like that. But, um, and so when he changed it, I knew because I remembered, you know, the, I noted the line originally, so yeah. Um, I, it's just weird for them to actually specifically change it. I mean, what are we supposed to think? What really happened? Which one was it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Oh man, that bothers me. Don't ask that question. Yeah, I just it can't be both. He didn't say both things. He said one or the other. Which one? And I just yeah. Ugh, God. <sighs> Anyway. Yeah, right. yeah, I don't like that either. It's bad. Bad form. Yeah, yeah. And in the same season, you know, it's one thing when they retcon something from season one. Like, all right, you know, mm-hmm. things have changed since then, and now you want this to mean that. Okay, whatever. Um, but uh, – but something from this season, like that, just seems really that just seems really lame. I think what they're trying to tell us is that the future is changing because of what's happening in the past. Oh God, don't say that! Don't say that! <laughs> it's subtly changing. Please don't say that. I, I really, 
I think at the end of uh, end of the series, they're going to negate them ever going to the island in the first place. Oh God! Yeah. All right. God. Are we done with podcasting now? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just all go vomit and stop everything. It's all over. Yeah. There's just no reason to continue. If, if that's where we get to, I give up. No, I, I don't think they're trying to do that. But it's it's a either. little strange. It's it's. I mean, you know, they kind of do creative editing when they do the recaps, and that's fine. Yeah. Because uh, you're they're specifically trying to guide what they want us to remember. I, I, I it would have been to me better to have this scene back on the pier in like the the sort of recap or something, and then and then if they would if they would have this edit in the recap, I wouldn't mind as much. Um, but. The fact that they have it in the episode is, yeah, you're right. Which one? Which one happened? Which one is the one? <laughs> yeah. What What did Saeed actually say? Yeah. Please, I'd like to know. I think someone should ask Carlton and Damon. I agree. Yeah. This is yeah. This is just really. Um, so does but that it, mean Jack is off the hook now? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I, I always thought it was weird that he was threatening Jack, but. You know, that's what he did. I'm sorry. Yeah. Too late. If you didn't want him to threaten Jack, you shouldn't have had him threaten Jack. Yeah. I mean, Jack was was just as guilty as Ben of trying to get them to go back. I oh, mean, yeah, absolutely. You know? Uh, and it was cool that he was threatening Jack to, to say, you know, I don't care. We were on the island together. Don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to see you again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. weird. It is. Very weird. Very weird. You know what it is? What is it? Weird. Yeah, okay. I guess you're right. So in the next scene, uh, the new scene, uh, Saeed is uh, at a bar drinking some McCutcheon, uh, and uh, Ilana comes uh, and sits uh, sits kind of next to him, uh, seat over. Saeed uh, thinks she's a uh, professional, i.e. a prostitute, which she denies. They uh, They talk for a while. Saeed says he quit his job because he's trying to change, and then they uh, talk some more. I didn't really uh, write any of that down. <laughs> <laughs> and then they talk some more. <laughs> and then Saeed takes a sip of his drink, and they continue to talk. <laughs> I assumed it wasn't important. I don't know. It's kind of chit-chatty. Yeah, I mean, she's trying to, uh, you know, lure him into this whole thing. I don't... Uh, there's not much here I think that's very important, you know, except for Saeed saying, you know, he's trying to change and that this whole thing about he's really good at something and, and she, you know, he's sad because, you know, what, what, because, oh, she's like, I know why you're sad now because, you know, people try to get you, when you're good at something, people try to get you to do that thing mm-hmm. instead of, you know, changing, uh, and uh, I, I did. I, I have to say, I did like this scene. Uh, I mean, just how it's written. Uh, I think Alana does a great job. Uh, you know, the chemistry there and, and how they they write her character. I think is pretty good. Uh, the whole thing with McCutcheon, you know, mm-hmm. having that be the. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a classic. I mean, you know, the whole book ending. You know, you start with the drink. You know, talking about the drinko. You know how you know how much does that run you, and she already knows. And then at the very end, you know they get you know they get a little bit more involved, and then she's like, "Buy me a drink, and I, you know, buy me some of that whiskey, and I'll tell you." You know, it's a, it's a well-written scene, which is you know, uh, I feel like I have to say, um, 
but uh, but in terms of you know, it, it's it's all about the subterfuge here, you know, like really, you know, a little bit about Saeed and what he's going through, but it's but she's just sort of like you know trying to get close to him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing that's going on here is we, the audience, knows where this ends up, mm-hmm. and so it's you know that's sort of. While I'm watching this, it's in the back of my mind, like, okay, so he's moving in, and I'm assuming yeah. she's some kind of undercover agent or something here, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna see him get arrested at some point. Isn't mm-hmm. exactly what happens, but uh, yeah, that's I don't know. I didn't uh, uh, feel the need to write down their dialogue for some reason. It's like it seemed like it wasn't that crucial, but yeah, you're yeah, right. You you, you caught the key parts. Yeah. So that's good, because I didn't remember what they said. Um, okay, so uh, next scene. Mm-hmm. In the next scene, uh, we're back to the 1977. Saeed is uh, tied to a tree. Oldham asks Saeed some questions. Um, Saeed answers obliquely, but honestly. Uh, Saeed tells him about Ajira and Oceanic. He was on the island before. He's not a hostile um, they ask him what he knows about the stations. He tells them about the pearl and the swan. Redzinski, Redzinski freaks out that he knows about the swan because they haven't built it yet. And Saeed also uh, tells him that they're all going to be killed. And he knows that because he's from the future. And so Oldham thinks, uh, thinks he gave him too much of the drug, and uh, Saeed laughs and says he gave just the right amount. <laughs> the second time uh, yeah. Said has ever laughed on Lost. Apparently, according to Lostpedia, that, uh, that is apparently uh, the, the the trivia. Yeah, so they claim. When 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 was the first time that Said laughed on Lost? According to Lostpedia, the first time Said laughed was in the pilot part two when they hear uh, Danielle's transmission. Hmm. I gotta see that. I I, I want to know in what context he was laughing. Yeah, I don't remember anyone laughing about that. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if someone told a joke or something. I just don't know why he'd be laughing. Oh, I do. I do remember like Charlie. Charlie sort of tells a joke where he says, uh, "I've never been so happy to hear the French," and maybe they're, they're sort of initially celebrating, thinking that it's someone that could be contacted for rescue or something, and maybe he mm. sort of, maybe he sort of laughs about that. So a laughter of excitement? Yeah. Hmm. More more hmm. more of just like it's not a genuine laugh. Yeah, not exactly a humor laugh, but yeah, just kind of a smiling whatever relief. Um this scene he was weird when he was jugged up. I don't know what the motivation was, what the director told him to do, what he thought his character should be doing. <laughs> The fact that they're in the seventies, I don't know. He he was acting like you know, it's just it was so weird. It was like he was. Uh, it wasn't just I don't know. It was very strange. His his sort of the way he's like you know sort of floating around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Really weird. Yeah, you're right. It is weird. It is it is very. Uh, he he's kind of intense and also sort of. Um, Spacey and it it kind of it kind of reminds me of of Claire and maternity leave, where he's just mm-hmm. sort of like really 
uh, really out of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Like he gets, you know, you ask him a question and he, his emotions just change. And, yeah. Because I'm a bad man. <laughs> and he's like he's five years old or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't really like most of his performance in this part except for the very end when he laughs and he he is really cracking up and saying, no, you gave me the perfect amount because he he sort of realizes what he said and and all that and 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 I, I really do I, I like the very end of this scene. Uh, I like how they got off with Saeed having been captured, having been you know quote tortured. <laughs> Thanks, Oldham. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, having the truth come out and it's just so ridiculous that they don't believe it and they think they did something wrong. I I, I like that as a, as a plot. Yeah. Yeah, they're not uh, yeah, they're they're obviously not ready to have the whole ball drop yet. Um so uh so they just have him think it's too cr- that he's just he's just raving and making stuff up because they gave him too much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that kind of works. I think uh, I think this actually this scene says there's some what uh, of things to be inferred. What am I saying? There's some things to be inferred here about uh, about what the others, um, I mean, what Dharma um, thinks and knows. Um, I mean, Saeed talks about the swan, the flame. He knows what they're doing. Uh, he sort of knows this information, and, and, you know, some of that stuff uh, they might not even know. I don't think they necessarily know about the pearl, um, you know, things like that. And it's... What's interesting to me is the idea that from his ramblings, some of the stuff they could, I did definitely say, oh, well, he knows something. And then some of the stuff is like, we don't know what he's talking about. But but the fact that he sort of knows the first thing should say, they should be thinking, could he be from the future? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that they don't believe that he's from the future sort of means something, you know, in terms of what they think is possible. Yeah, and he Donna. and he says that. Like, they don't even have the normal out of him just saying all these things and not explaining specifically why he knows mm-hmm. that stuff, you know. If he just says, you're all going to die, and I know about this and that, and, and never says he's from the future, then, you know, Maybe you're supposed to believe they wouldn't think of that, but he gives them he gives them that as a possibility. So, mm-hmm. and they they discount it. And I mean, we already have like, you know, I mean, we know that the orchid is is connected with the idea of time travel like directly. And mm-hmm. you know, Chang was kind of talking about it earlier in the season. So, you know, the idea of time travel is not out of the realm of possibility for at least like some Dharma members. I'll say at least one. Um, but uh, on the other hand, you know, you had the construction crew really skeptical, so maybe we're just supposed to believe it. I mean, and yeah, the you know the station hasn't been built yet, right? Uh, you know, they haven't done any of the, of the real work to get any of that working. But uh, yeah, it, it's interesting how this uh, scene plays out. I love when he says, you know, ask Sawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking uh, everyone's going to turn around and look at Sawyer, but me too. <laughs> they're like, who's Sawyer? Yeah, it's a good thing he didn't use that name. Yeah, it's a good thing. Like, it's a good thing it wasn't Jack or Kate or Jen or Juliet or (laughs) any of the other people. It was the one person who's using a different alias. 
Yeah. So that so that they wouldn't know. And actually, a, a double alias because Sawyer's not even his real name. I know. I know. So, I know. So that would have been. Yeah. He's got yeah. a couple of levels of anonymity there. He does. Yeah. It's really <laughs> lucky. I mean, that's like even if you find out he's Sawyer, you still don't know he's James Ford. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that was a cool little little part. Um, it was. It was a nice. Yeah. It was nice to actually. That, that's sort of what I like about Saeed in general in this episode. I like him being kind of the wild card who's um, who's pushing the boundaries. You know, everybody else is kind of just uh, laying low and uh, yeah. doing their job, and he's making it a little more exciting by uh, throwing stuff out like that and uh, by potentially ruining it, ruining it for them all. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that would make it more exciting. Yes. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I definitely think. Uh, it, it's pretty clear at this point that, much like the others, you know, Dharma. <laughs> I, I don't even need. To, well, I think it's clear what I here. want to say there. Here. I mean, it's sort of the same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, as with the others, you know, there's maybe like a few of them that sort of know stuff, but a lot of them are just there. You man, know, man, man. So. <laughs> when they vote later about Saeed and you see the sort of, like, leadership of Dharma, it's a little, like, unimpressive. You you know, I mean, it's – I mean, there was, like, you know, quite a bit of people in the room, but, you know, some of the people weren't even in uniform. Like, yeah. you know, just, like, it, it just wasn't what I thought Dharma was really up to and about. It seems a lot less militaristic than it seemed originally. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's just – it's it's just it's just more um, utilitarian, I guess. Yeah. In terms of their their sort of culture, um, but uh, yeah, you know, they said in the Wizard of Oz, you know, don't don't what is it? Don't look at the man behind hey, no, the curtain. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah you 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 will be disappointed, and uh, <laughs> yeah, often when you peer behind the veil. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's just like the others in that there's something there, you know. Uh, they're not totally without interest, but like a lot of them, a lot of them just don't know anything, and they're just they're just doing their mundane job, and that's it, you know. Yeah. And like most of the people we see seem to be like that. And the, you know, and then there's a character like Richard, um, or Ben, or 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 maybe Chang, or something like that. You know, there's a few that mm-hmm. sort of know it. That's, that's how they dance around. I mean, I, you know, when they when they first infiltrated Dharma, I was I was tempted to say the same thing I said when the others captured Jack Cade and Sawyer, which is that there's no way that we can spend time with Dharma and not just learn all kinds all of crazy the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I really didn't think it was possible, but it was, and we didn't. And here it is again. You know. And the 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 thing too, in terms of season three and being captured by the others was. They, you know, that was a valid sort of, uh, you know, assumption going into it. But then the sort of out that they had was, well, you know, at least in the beginning, we were all on the Hydra Island, you know. Yeah. So we're like, oh, okay, we're not really in the midst of all that's going on. And then uh, even when we get to the barracks, that's really not where the others are. Yeah, that's not the, yeah, they stuff. kept pushing it back. Yeah, it they was kept like, pushing it back. And, no, the others so. really live here. Well, okay, they live there later, but actually <laughs> they live here. And then they haven't shown us that place yet. Yeah, so but then here they don't they don't really have that out. I mean, this is definitely the center of dharma yeah. activity. Now there's 
obviously other stuff going on that we haven't seen, but or stuff they've hinted at. But uh, but they don't have that same out. Uh, we're definitely in the midst of it. This is pretty good idea of what daily life is like for most of the Darmans, <laughs> Darmians, Darmanians, Darmanians, uh, Darmalars. Sure. Uh, so, um... Dharmaites? Dharmaites, yeah. Dharmaites. I want to take out some letters. You really do. You can't... <laughs> not, not too many syllables for you. Yeah, it's, uh, got a limit. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, there was something else in this scene I wanted to mention. I don't have the transcripts. I don't remember what it was, but, uh... Um, oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't anything big. Okay. So, um... I guess we're good. Oh, you know, this little thing here is I noticed that Oldham, and this is the only guy who I noticed who, uh, he's the only one I've noticed that has a uh, a different color uniform. His is like gray. Mm-hmm. And, and it sort of looks older. Um, mm-hmm. Well, now that I look at it, maybe Rosinski's is gray too. Is his gray? Or is it beige? Come on, Rosinski. I don't know. I don't know either. But I thought it was weird that he, he had a different color uniform. So I, did, I don't know if that means anything. Mm, yeah. I guess I was assuming they were just trying to set him apart. Like, he's he's living out in the jungle, and he's sort of not a part of mainstream Dharma life. They just go to him in these special situations, and I guess I figured his uniform just reflected that. I'm curious of what badge he has. Oh, it's just a Dharma. The Dharma logo on his. Hmm. Why does he not get to be part of mainstream life? What makes him special? I have no idea. Maybe he's exiling himself for making somebody else <laughs> tell the truth. Completely. Oh, no. <laughs> I will never do that again. I will never make someone tell the truth. This I swear. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, yeah. No, it just and seems it, like he's this kooky guy who agreed to go along to do this specific thing, and, and they just put up with his quirkiness because he's just so good at this. <laughs> I mean, they don't really feel love, that, but I feel like that's yeah. what we're supposed to believe. Uh, you know, he's got this old, like, patroller or whatever that mm-hmm. thing is, the old sound phonograph. Uh, yeah. Uh, and again, I think about the old music Hurley heard. Uh oh. I don't. I don't know what they're doing with this. I don't know what the point is. Um, I'm sure he could add an eight track player, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Um. What do you What do you mean by that? I just mean that it's a pretty old. You know, the phonograph is a pretty old piece of. You know, if you want to listen to some music. Oh, you're just saying he There's, could have had something he could more, have recent. more modern. Yeah. No, yeah. they gave him something like specifically old. I thought that was supposed yeah. to be part of the thing. Like well, it, yeah, it wasn't. It, it wasn't even like a. I mean, that was out of date for the '60s. You know. Yeah, like, I know. It, it was a really like old, a record player. Yeah. Yeah, it was a real old style record player. Uh, I mean, does that mean he? You know, he brought that there. Like, does that mean anything in terms of any? You know, does it mean anything that that's there? Is it just a character quirk, or is it like, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm inclined to say, but... Because I think it's... How did he get that there? 
Well, he brought it on the sub with yeah, him. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, I guess. I guess I would assume he brought it with I him, mean, or he ordered it wherever they get all their stuff. Most people, um, you know, when you if you're recruited to Dharma, I don't think you get to sort of do that stuff. Um, Just bring along that things. No, yeah, Why not? I don't bring along your old, huge, big ass. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Maybe he was allowed to go off the island and go get it, or or maybe an exception was made for him because he's, you know, he's got a special position. Or keep going, know. keep going. I, that's it. I, I got nothing. I don't know. I'll wait until you tell me something I can believe. All right. Yeah, no, I don't uh, think I'm going to I don't think I'm going to accomplish that. That's All right. That's the end of the line for me. I don't know. I I feel like it's a character thing and we're not supposed to worry about it that much, but uh yeah, I can't I can't really uh I can't really put a good story together. I, what I said right. is the best I got. So All right. Feel free to uh <laughs> not be satisfied with that. I'm not either. Good. All right. Next scene. Okay. Um, uh, in the next scene, uh, we're with uh, Juliet and Kate uh, in the, uh, I don't know, the Dharma auto repair area. Uh, Juliet tells Kate some uh, introductory things about auto repair. But Kate doesn't know what she's talking about. But that's okay. Uh, then the, uh, the subject of Sawyer comes up. Um and they uh, talk about that for a second, and then, uh, and then the van returns with Saeed uh, and Sawyer, and uh, yeah, that's the end of the scene. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, you get three things from this scene. You get what Kate's job is. Check. You get Kate and Juliet acknowledging. Juliet's thing with Sawyer. There you go. Good. Check. And then you get Sawyer realizing that Kate knows now. And that's oh, does he look over? End. He looks over. It, it's, uh, again, I think uh, sort of well done in terms of just the sort of looks that everybody gives. Mm-hmm. But he looks over to Kate and Juliet, and Kate immediately, you know, is sort of the first one to sort of look down and sort of walk away, which sort of, I think, alerts Sawyer to something. I mean, he sees the, his two girls talking, you know. I mean, he's probably going to be like, what's up anyway? Uh, and uh, and then so she sort of, you know, gestures, you know, and then sort of walks away. And then and, and Juliet's looking at Sawyer, and then she sort of looks down, sort of breaks breaks the look. And I think he, he knows what, what sort of happened there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was kind of nice. Uh, they well they communicate all that in, uh, in the in the gist of yeah of just Sawyer escorting Saeed yeah. or whatever like uh, they kind of get all that across efficient um, yeah yeah I thought it was nice they're kind um, yeah and I like Juliet's thing about you know she didn't really say anything because she didn't know how to say it without making it seem like she was saying you know stay away mm-hmm. which is a um, I think a valid reason but not exactly what I thought her reason would be for this situation. Because uh, um, all you have to do is say, I'm not trying to tell you to stay away, but Sawyer and I have been living together for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a very simple fix. But, uh, but you know, as a, for, for the character rationale, it, it, was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, 
And yeah. they, and I, but I did not like Kate's response of, it's fine, or that's fine. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what do you want her like, to say? Um, I'm trying to think of the the, the, the lines. I think it was Julia was like, uh, she said, like, did Jack tell you? And Kate said, no, Hurley. And she then Julia says, like, uh, you know, I didn't know how to say it without making it seem like I was saying back off or stay away. And then Kate says, that's fine. I I don't know. I wanted something more about um, her. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what I wanted her to say. Like, do you want Kate to not think it's fine? Well, I don't want her. To me, the to me the the the, the point is is isn't the stay that you know the stay away thing. I think she's saying, okay, that's fine, you know. But I I don't know. I wanted to go back to the whole point, which was, you know, their relationship and what does that mean now? Um, not just. Yeah, it's fine that you couldn't tell me because you thought I'd be upset about it or whatever. Oh, okay. You just didn't want to end it there. Yeah, it was weird just to be like, yeah, that's fine, and yeah, okay. You know, but you don't you don't have a because I don't think that, that was she's... a con- I don't really think that was anyone's concern. Was you know I don't think Kate was concerned about Juliet telling her to back off, and Juliet wasn't trying to say that anyway. Right. So that wasn't to me. It's I don't know. What were you gonna say? But you you don't have a problem with her saying that that's fine. You just think that shouldn't be the point of the scene. It shouldn't sort of end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just wasn't happy with the line. But I mean, yeah, she. I'm not. I'm fine that she's fine with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll buy that. That that's that's sort of the. Uh, I guess that's the B story for this episode. That that the Kate finds out that Sawyer and Juliet uh, are. Uh, you know, yeah. together. That's, well, I guess and, that's the C story, really. And oh, what's the B story? All of them? Well, I mean, the uh, well, I mean, generally, I think the A story would be the. You, you know, one is the island stuff with Ben and Saeed, and one is the flashback stuff with Saeed. Yeah, it? I guess I'm putting all that together. You're putting that all together, yeah. Making that A. Well, if you put it together, then yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh. uh but they, I mean, they are separate. But it's all about Saeed, so that's the link, I guess. But yeah, uh, it's. I mean, it's pretty weak because they don't do much with it. It's. It's like a couple mm-hmm. scenes, you know. Uh, Hurley, Hurley tells you know tells Kate and and she kind of reacts and Jack says, "Yeah, I knew," and that's the end of that for Jack. And then, <laughs> and then the the next development is that Julia and Kate talk about it for a very short amount of time, and the punchline is that Julia didn't know how to tell Kate. Um, and then I think that's it. I think that's sort of as far as they get. I guess I guess the third scene in this subplot is when Sawyer goes to visit Kate later. The, the reversal. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess that's the end of this. Um, but it's they don't really do too much with it. It's it's very very focused on the on the main story. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, but they had to deal with it because you know that that's sort of what Lafleur was about. So. You know, now that they're yeah. all here, and I did like Juliet's thing about you know, you know when she tells Sawyer, you know, us playing house is sort of over, uh, you know, and that that sort of brings up the idea that you know they're not sort of in love with each other so much as they like each other and it's convenient and they've I'm sure they've grown to really 
sort of love each other in a certain way, but uh, but it was more of convenience than anything else. Um, yeah. And the fact that she sort of thinks that, you know, is interesting. Yeah, I definitely think that's going to be the that's going to be the outcome. Um, and uh, yeah, it is strange that they kind of acknowledge that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely think uh, I, I I definitely think that's I I think it definitely really started out as as a as a convenient thing, and I think I think they grew to like it more than they did initially. But yeah. but in the end, yeah, that I guess that is what that's about. So. Yeah, you're right. Can't hear that enough. All right. All right. So, um, what's the next scene? Oh. Oh, the meeting, (laughs) right. So, in the next scene, we are in uh, a house. Oh, one of the things I found out on the podcast is that there's only one Dharma house. And they use it for all their houses. Oh, really? Yeah. So all the other exteriors, there's nothing inside. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Wow. Yeah, they ha- they have an exterior set, but yeah, it, it's not. Uh, there's nothing there, and for the interiors, they only have one set. So they they shoot them separately. I wonder how that works in terms of you know when you see like uh, somebody at somebody's door and stuff, and you kind of see inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, have to yeah. sort of change what the front of the inside looks every time, yeah. and like that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I I think you know I, it's it's unfortunate. I think <laughs> you know a lot of TV shows. Uh, I'm sure all TV shows have to work, you know, sort of with their budget. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's unfortunate that a lot of times you're in the situation, you know, listening to stuff about Battlestar Galactica, and you know, yeah. well, for the Cybron base ship, we have this room, this room, and a hallway, <laughs> and anything we want to do on the base ship is these sort of three sets that are very limited. You know, it's just, yeah. it's unfortunate that they can't have, you know, three Dharma houses, you mm-hmm. know, like, they get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I definitely didn't notice, but now that they said it, I'm like, yeah, I can believe that. Mm-hmm. You know, it sort of fits. They all kind of look the same. And it may, it sort of makes sense because they all kind of look the same on the outside. Yeah. They expect to be somewhat similar. And, and that, yeah. that's, that's what she, you know, that's what she said on the thing. That, that was sort of the concept that these are just like, um, uh, whatever you call, like pre, pre-made houses, you know, yeah. sort of cookie cutter houses. Dharma is utilitarian, you know. Yeah, they, exactly. They don't really need to uh, have it really. So it sort of makes sense. I definitely think Lost gets more of a budget than Battlestar Galactica, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, they still have limitations. Anyway, uh, the scene? Oh, are you not there? Oh, Wait. According to this, you are there. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh. Oh, sorry. Were you speaking just now? Yeah. So I think I muted my phone or something. Oh, sorry. okay. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't hear you for a while there. And I thought you were gone. Then I looked. You were there. So anyway, that's a recap of the last uh, ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Very uh, eventful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're still there. So anyway, scene. Next scene. Ready for the scene? Uh yeah. Okay. Uh we're in a house. Oh, that's where I got derailed. Um 
some um I'm not sure whose house this is. I guess that's the point. Um some uh some Dharma folks uh are all uh, sitting in a circle meeting to decide what to do with Saeed. Rosinski uh thinks they should kill him because he knows too much. Horace uh, wants to consider things. Sawyer doesn't want to kill him and tries to talk him out of it to get more time. Rodzinski asks for a vote, or he's going to call Ann Arbor. Amy interrupts to make a lovely plea to kill Saeed for the children. Horace calls a vote. Everyone votes for Rodzinski's solution, but Sawyer, Horace tells Sawyer he wants it to be unanimous, so Sawyer reluctantly puts up his hand also. Well, the thing about Ann Arbor was interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and so I just looked up Ann Arbor on Lostpedia. The location and, of the uh, uh, University of Michigan. University of Michigan, where dun, 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 the Dharma Initiative was created. Yes, that's uh, the DeGroots were associated with that in the orientation video, and I think uh, also Chang is supposed to be associated with there too. So that's that's weird. And I think it's weird too that they have the this sort of these sort of fictional people associated with this. <laughs> like, why the University of Michigan? Mm-hmm. You know, of all the schools, <laughs> it's <laughs> a what? good school, I have to say. Yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah, uh, it's it's top ten. Um, at least, uh, at least for some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, it's uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, so so I think it sort of makes uh, sense. Um, I think it's reasonable for it to be the source of Dharma, but it is kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, it it, it seems it could be. I mean. It could be any school, really. Uh, yeah. Unless they're saying, you know, whatever the school the school was good at at the time was specifically related to the projects they were working on, but mm-hmm. they never really said that. But uh, but I don't know. It's just weird that it's University of Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how they feel about that. Uh, <laughs> Being portrayed in you this know, way. Yeah. If it if it comes to be a bigger deal or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty vague so far, so... Doesn't seem like a, but yeah, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if they ever will call Ann Arbor. Are we going to see that? Are they going to actually uh, follow through with that at some point? Uh, probably. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a sense of who's on the other end of that phone call in Ann Arbor. Um, and if Widmore picks up, you know, I'm just going to be very upset. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that'll be weird. Um, I want to know what to do with that. So I have to say, like, I, I, I know that, you know, she has her reasons, but, like, I officially just don't like Amy at this point. Oh, I don't like Amy either, man. <laughs> you know what? I got to say, I, I don't know if it's the actress. I don't know what it is. The first scene with her, I mean, she was already taxing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just, I have not grown to like her. And when she's, like, you know, she's carrying on little Ethan and she's, like, kill Saeed. Yeah, uh, you know, I thought. Yeah, I'm afraid uh, for all the children. It's just, uh, yeah. enough with you. Yeah, I I didn't really like how this scene played out that much in a lot of little ways. Um, but she she actually annoyed me more than Rosinski in this scene. Yeah, I, I'll buy that. Rosinski was at least trying to defend his arguments and not just complaining. Yeah. Uh, but 
you know, it, it it was weird. It was weird to me. Uh, and she's sort of always been like this. Like from yeah, from the time yeah. they met her, she's sort of she's sort of playing the helpless victim. Yes. She's asking for him to kill this guy. Yeah, you know. So it's sort of like sort of. Uh, and and it's like. Even if this guy broke the truth, even if he is a hostile and he broke the truth, I mean, wouldn't shouldn't they be expecting Richard any moment now or something? Like, yeah. or shouldn't they try to contact him? I mean, they just had a they just had you know I guess three years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a they while. They had a uh, you know a whole incident about this, and I think you know I think that was pretty telling when you have a you know these sort of warring factions who have this sort of peace treaty. And this incident occurs, and they both sort of work it out more or less peacefully. I think that that, that says a lot. Um, you know, they're able to keep the truth, and then this 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 thing happens again. I mean, Hor- I mean, if you're Horace, you have to look at the facts, and you've got this guy who who you know might be a hostile, but he's handcuffed. You know, running through the jungle, running through you know part you know like like even uh, Roger said you know you know how can you be a hostile? He's basically saying how can you be a hostile and then you know you got captured by us. You know? Right. Uh, that doesn't make sense. You know, so I, I feel like the evidence isn't really there. And considering there is a sort of it's not just we're at war with these people. It's there's a tr- there's a there's a truce. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you kill Saeed and potentially you you're breaking the truce. Uh, right. Or you're, I mean, I guess you're not breaking the truth so much as you're giving them a reason to, uh, you know, to call off the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of saying, hey, you know what, here's, here's, here's someone we think is a hostile, and we were going to kill him, but we'll return him to you. You know, what's going on here? Is he in trouble? Do you guys even care? You know, like. Yeah. Because they might, I mean, on, given the situation, if if Saeed was a escaped hostile, then they might not even care if they killed him. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just it's just a it's just bad form I think all all around in their decision to do this. And I was very disappointed in Sawyer for raising his hand. Oh. I, was, I said, "There's no way he's going to raise his hand. There's no way he's going to vote to kill Saeed." And uh, and then and then Horace turns around. I really love it to be <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. What? Yeah, Horace like, is irritating why, too. Why? Uh, why is that a point of contention that so you can say it's unanimous? Like, like, and why does Sawyer give in? Like, it's yeah. still, like unless they're telling us they can't have a resolution unless it's unanimous, which is not what they said. No, um, it's just Horace you know, would like that. Yeah, and it's just like, shouldn't I mean, don't you want to be, it's like politics, don't you want to be the guy who, even if mm-hmm. everyone else is voting for something, you stick by your principles, yeah. even if you know it's, you're not going to get your way, you at least have the record of saying, I stood by my principles? Apparently not, if you're Sawyer. Uh, what the hell is that about? Yeah, know? and he didn't really even. I mean, I guess. I mean, and obviously the the sort of the out that Sawyer gets for this rationale is that he is planning to, after this, go rescue Saeed. Yeah, you know, of course. So he, you know, it's a faux vote, but still. Yeah. Um, I think it says something that he, he raised d- his hand. He doesn't want to kill Saeed. I'm definitely convinced of that. He but, definitely uh... doesn't want to, but it's uh, <laughs> it was just weird to me that he actually uh, mm-hmm. raised his hand. Yeah. I mean, the way they played it, you know, he he does it he he does it very reluctantly and shaking his head. They try to soften it as much as possible. I think. Yeah. But. I mean, it's definitely it's it's forced, but I I mean, they could have just said, 
um, you know, this isn't going to mean as much to Ann Arbor unless it's unanimous, or this isn't going to, you know what I mean? Like, make it about the fact that it needs to be unanimous, not Horace would, would he'll sleep better tonight if it's unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's just a weak reason. Uh, yeah. And I do have to say, you know, they kind of played this whole reason to execute Saeed in terms of, you know, a security reason, uh, which, you know, reflects American politics of late. <laughs> uh, you know, this idea of this sort Uh-oh. of quote-unquote terrorist, hostile, mm-hmm. who uh, isn't really tried or anything uh, and and is sort of going to be executed uh to protect the children and any potential dangers that might yeah, happen. Yeah, that is, they just don't feel safe with him alive. They don't feel safe. And so yeah. they'll kill him. Whether they know that he's a danger or not, it's just sort mm-hmm. of about how they feel Yeah. about I him. I mean, it's like, hey, why not transfer him to the Dharma, to the to the Hydra Island? Or, mm-hmm. you know, why not, uh, well, I guess that'd be bad. Right? No, wait, the other people there in the future, never mind. <laughs> uh, oh, right. <laughs> Isn't the people in the plane crash, they're in the future, right? They're in the future, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So they wouldn't, I was thinking maybe they'd find the plane. But no, they, they wouldn't find the plane, no. Because there's no, yeah, there's no runway. Yeah, assuming the Hydra's yeah. been built, which I don't even know if we're supposed to think it has, but, uh, the, the, you know, there should be people there. Well, Dharma people. they made a reference to uh, something about the polar bears pressing the button, didn't they, or something, uh, recently? About, um, who said that? Somebody made an offhand comment about the polar bears in reference to the Hydra Island. Do you remember that? I remember I remember a comment about the polar bears from a really long time ago, but you mean recently? It was a couple episodes ago, I think. Somebody in, in Dharma, there was some sort of alarm going off or something weird, and somebody was like, how, oh, yeah, maybe the polar bears... Blah blah blah. Something to do with you know them figuring out oh, the did little that, game. Did that have, oh yeah, that sounds kind of familiar. Oh god, I forgot. I think you're right though. Yeah, I kind of remember that. I'm I'm confusing it with the line that Tom says when when Sawyer uh, figures out how to uh, how to solve the puzzle to get the fish biscuit and and Tom tells him it only took the bears uh, whatever half the time oh, like, yeah. like that that it took Sawyer to do. Um, oh, here it is. Here it is. It's in the floor, the oh, episode. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the first the first scene with Phil and Jerry and the, oh, okay. and the, yeah, and yeah. the, uh, the hoot nanny, and he says, oh, <laughs> right. Mellow out, Phil. What do you think is going to happen? The polar bears are going to figure a way out of their cages. There you go. Okay. Um, so I guess so, we, yeah, can, so, yeah. we can assume the Hydra exists based yeah. on that. Um so yeah, I guess they could do that. Uh, they could put him in room twenty-three or whatever. If that's yeah, you know, send him in there for whatever they did with that room. I don't even know. Yeah, it's. Um, I just think you know, just objectively looking at the the sort of decision making process of the Dharma management, it's just not that great. Yeah. You know, like not like if, if Ben was in charge and like you know, and obviously, you know, the situations were completely different. But if Ben was just sort of Horace in in, in terms of character and, and ability, um, or I should say, if Horace was Ben in terms of character and ability, it'd have been completely different. Yeah, it'd been completely different. Yeah, how this all went down. Yeah, definitely. No oh, Dharma. No oh, Dharma. 
<sighs> Namaste, Namaste indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, uh Um Next scene? Uh yeah, next scene. Okay. Uh Said and Ilana enter a room kissing as Said is removing Ilana's boot. She kicks him in the face and pulls a gun out and tells him that uh, she was hired by the family of uh, Mr. Avellino to bring him to Guam to pay for what he did. Mm -mm -mm. Uh Uh-oh. Who saw that coming? (laughs) Who saw that coming, indeed? (laughs) Not me. I thought Mr. Avellino was, uh, was finished. Uh, yeah, that whole thing was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and so, Ilana, there is a little bit more to her than it seemed. Uh, I actually thought she was, uh, you know, um, an actual, uh, well, law enforcement official. That was the original, uh, Mm -hmm. name for her. And, you know, she had a badge that she showed at the airport and, uh. So I guess that was faked or something. I don't think bounty hunters get to uh, bring uh, prisoners into airports. Uh, so uh, I think you. I think they can. I, I mean, I think. I don't know. Obviously, you think bounty but, hunters can bring well, bounty prisoners and, and guns and, quote, and stuff into bounty, airports? Bounty hunters in quotes. I mean, there are uh, like. There are people who work with law enforcement to sort of bring these people in. Oh, you uh, think she is still working with law enforcement? I, I think she. I think she's a bounty hunter. I, I mean, I don't really know, but I think she could be in the law enforcement realm of bounty hunter. She's not a cop. She's not a detective, but she is working sort of with the law and legally to sort of do these things. Um, hence the badge. Uh, or she is a bounty hunter in the sense of, you know, she's just doing this for money and she's working directly with the Avellino family and this has nothing to do with the law and all that. So, I mean, I don't know how she can bring Saeed on the plane without explain, having some legality there with him handcuffed, you know. Like, that's how I thought she was able to do all that was she was still sort of law, you know, law enforcement in a sense. I see. Okay. So it's like, yeah, I, I guess I guess I thought the revelation was that she was not official, but um, I, I think know. he he says he, I assumed he called her a bounty hunter just to sort of you know in a sort of the most demeaning sense of the word. Right, right. Um, so this is some kind of uh, extradition thing or something where uh. Avellino's family wants to prosecute Saeed and I don't know. I mean, I think the the, the part about them going to Guam is still weird to me. I don't know why Guam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um But I think the revelation is she she's uh, supposed to be working for the Avellino family. Now whether or not that's true, I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think she, she was thinks hired. She, is. she said I she was she... hired by them, right? Can you really hire a law enforcement official to work in an official capacity as a private citizen? Um. Yeah, why not? I don't know. 
I mean, I I don't know how it works. I mean, that's yeah. I don't either, but it just seems dicey. Um. Hmm. This says uh, a little tidbit about bounty hunters. In some states, bounty hunters do not undergo any formal training uh, and are generally unlicensed, only requiring sanction from a bail bondsman to operate. That's the legal part I was talking about. Uh, I see. So in, in other states, however, they are held to varying standards of training and licensure. Uh, in California, bounty hunters must undergo a background check and complete various courses that satisfy the Penal Code 1299 requirements. In most states, they are prohibited from carrying firearms without proper permits. Louisiana requires bounty hunters to wear clothing, identifying them as such. So there is there is some legal okay. framework for bounty hunters to work. It sounds like they're not necessarily a part of the official legal system, but they are uh, allowed to operate um, legally. Yeah. Uh, you know, privately, legally. Uh, I didn't know that. I thought I thought bounty hunter wasn't wasn't an actual job. I I mean I I guess I thought it was. I I don't think someone who's a bounty hunter would necessarily call themselves a bounty hunter. Uh, this says in Texas every bounty hunter is required to be a peace officer, level three security officer, or private investigator. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So there's all these there's all these rules and laws. Depending and on the state, it's the whole thing. Yeah. I had no idea this was even out there. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that changes my. Opinion completely. So she's not as interesting as you thought she was. No, no, it's it's yeah, it's it's basically the same as what I thought. It's the only the only revelation is that is it uh, is that it's for Avelino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's really the big the big revelation here. If that's the reason, um, which is kind of weird, kind of weird, but okay. And if she's gonna bring him to Guam too, I don't know what, but. Um, yeah, I, yeah, the Guam thing is weird. I mean, I don't think she's working for Ben, but I think, uh, I think she thinks she's working for Avelino's family. Uh, now whether or not that's true and Ben, I mean, honestly, I, I, I want to think Ben somehow conspired to get Saeed on the plane this way, but I think Ben was surprised to see Saeed. He was surprised to see him on the plane too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, they always want to, I mean, I feel like they want us to think it was fate or something, you know, that he just happened to end up through various circumstances to end up on, uh, to get on that same plane. Um, But then they also want us to think maybe it's Ben's doing. It's either fate or Ben. Maybe fate and Ben is the same thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of what I felt like when when Ben killed Locke. Like it it felt like Ben was being fade. Mhm. So yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the big thing. I don't know. But there's a little more on that later. Um I, I, you know what I love about this scene is uh, is how they end it with, you know, sort of her legs sort of wrapped around him and, you know, they're both on the bed and she's in this awkward position and he's mm-hmm. kind of too and, and she has the gun on him. I would just love to see how they get out of that. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Because, it, you know, if if she sort of, you know, unwraps her legs around him or, you know, she's got to be careful because he can make some sort of move and she can shoot him and, you know, that whole tense situation. I just, I, I want to see how they get out of that. And, of course, they just cut. Yeah, know. yeah. They don't, they don't show you, like, if she says, you know, okay, I'm going to move my legs and don't you move mm-hmm. or I'll shoot you or, you know, she tells him to back up or, you know, however they get out of that awkward interlock, uh, interlocking. That mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so they, they just cut away. Yeah. Yeah, that's the easiest way to uh, untangle a scene. <laughs> just cut away and and uh, and then show what happens later, and then and then you assume it had to have worked out somehow. Of course it did. Of course. Of course, we already know that because we know that she eventually gets him on the plane. So we know, like, mm-hmm. whatever happens, he doesn't shoot her or anything, and he, if he escapes, it's not for long. Yeah. So. Um. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's an easy out. I gotta remember that. Just cut away. Yeah, that's, I made a note to myself. I'm like, you don't have to end a scene in, you know, in a particularly great sort of way, logically. You know, you can end it in a cool way and just cut. Yeah. You don't have to sort of make it be nice and neat for the stuff you don't have to show afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's using the tools that are given them. Yeah. Um. So, you ready for the next scene? I am so ready for the next scene. Okay, good. Here we go. Uh, Sawyer goes into Saeed's cell and tells him to hit him in the face, take the keys, and escape. Saeed wants to stay there, even though they voted to kill him. Saeed knows why he's there now. He has a newfound sense of purpose. Sawyer doesn't understand and leaves. Um, Sawyer's about to go home and then decides to uh, go visit Kate. He asks her why she came back, why they came back. Kate uh, says she only knows why she came back, but she doesn't get the chance to explain because a flaming Dharma bus crashes into a house. Sawyer and Kate uh, leap into action. Uh, Kate helps some people uh, get out of the house while Sawyer gets the um, water ready to spray, uh, put out the fire. Jack comes out to help. Uh, Sawyer calls Phil, uh, who leaves his post, uh, clearing the way for a hooded boy who goes to Saeed's cell. Um, The hooded boy's Ben, of course. Uh, Ben's... uh, Ben's glasses have been damaged by Roger as fallout from the earlier scene, and Saeed seems to be uh, sympathetic. Um, ben asks Saeed if he can go with him if he lets him out. Saeed not only agrees, but says that is why he's there. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I came here. I came here for you, Ben. Oh, my God. <laughs> why did he say that? That's been so awesome. <laughs> Ben, uh, oh. yeah, this is. I just really, yeah, this is another example of something that Ben uh, observes and uses later. Yep, <sighs> that's weird. That's really weird. Yeah, I, I, that's what's strange is is so much of what Ben does and is capable of is 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 not sort of one hundred percent just him. It, it, it's all these other elements due to time travel and all this other weirdness that sort of positions him to know certain things or be aware. I mean, 
everything that happens from season two, Henry Gale, Ben, up until now in terms of Saeed, is completely colored differently now that we know, you know, Ben rescues Saeed when he's a kid and, 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 and gets shot for it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, honestly, if Ben wasn't a bad kid already or mistrusting of people or anything like that, he is now. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, Saeed could be a party to making Ben who he ends up I know, becoming. that's the weird thing. He kills him for what he becomes, and mm-hmm. it, but if, or he shoots him, you know. But yeah. it, but if him shooting him causes him to become that, then it's sort of, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of weird. It's like, it's like his badness came from nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with this this whole time travel thing. And and it definitely it definitely freaks me out. I mean, like Sawyer acknowledges earlier in the episode that he knows about Ben, you know, and so I think we're supposed to assume that uh you know, they've all sorta of, the people who are there, you know, at least Sawyer and his crew, you know, have have seen Ben and know that he's living oh, there. Oh yeah, I'm sure they they've eaten waffles with ham, you know, <laughs> a couple times together, you know, like he's yeah. around. Yeah, and like, you know, they just sort of they just sort of accepted it, um, but uh, but I think I, it really it definitely as you said it it definitely changes the way I view Ben in the future because Ben sees all these people and like okay Jack and Caden Hurley haven't been there that or Saeed haven't been there that long but um, of course Saeed shoots him which makes him memorable. Um, but uh, but Sawyer and Juliet and uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Miles and you know th- that crew has been there for three years. I mean, think about think about just the idea of putting Jack. I'm sorry, putting Sawyer and Kate in the cages together. Yeah, the whole thing about that and them having the relationship and making mm-hmm. Jack jealous mm-hmm. with with Ben knowing or presumably knowing that Juliet and and Sawyer live together. Yeah, you know, like that's insane that we it's, even have to deal with that. <laughs> I know it's it's so like it makes Ben's knowingness sort of it, like you said it kind of it kind of demystifies it. It does. It waters it down. It's it's not like he's you know he doesn't he doesn't sort of know these people just because he's got this great tactical mind. It's like well he sort of he got their names from. Forty years ago, yeah, and, you know, he, he he talked to some of them and sort of knew them a little bit and all these stuff, and and it, it does it changes his character dramatically. It uh, yeah. You know. Now that I know we're supposed to believe that 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 Ben's been there the whole time and and they know about him and you know it's just that's I, I ugh. it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird when, when I rewatch that stuff. I'm just gonna think oh, like totally. you know all these people already and you know and. Oh my God! When the, oh man, how can you watch the the Saeed torturing Henry Gale thing the same? After yeah, this? you know. Yeah, like that's totally crazy now. It has a whole like, complete other layer that it didn't have before. Because Ben is Ben is thinking to Saeed, you know, Ben is thinking the whole time like you don't even know what you're gonna do. Uh-huh. You, know, you, don't, you don't even know like. You don't even know you're going to time travel. You don't even know that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he... Oh, God. And and now, like, that whole thing with Juliet, like, I definitely... 
I was unsure about that. I, I definitely think that's plausible now. The, mm-hmm. the idea that he gets Juliet because she because she's Juliet from the past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's sort of it's ridiculous, but it seems plausible now. And I I'm I'm waiting for the scene where you know young Ben comes over to the motor pool and yeah. tries to talk up Juliet, you know, <laughs> exactly. and she just scamper kid scamper. Yeah. But uh, you know. You just wait. <laughs> I'll be patient. I'm going to get older, and I'm going to lead the others, and then you'll be mine, all mine. Because <laughs> I'm drinking milk. <laughs> exactly. Dharma milk. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> No cows for use. <laughs> they have cows. They have cows with the flame. I hope they're using that milk. You think they're using that milk? I got the feeling they were just sort of. Uh, they're just sort of companion cows. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, because people like to have cows around for the uh, for the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't really think about that. Why did, is that why they? Are we supposed to believe that's why they have the cows? Like I just, would assume the same reason they, they, you know, they eat the chickens and all the other animals. You know? I'm assuming that they, I mean, I would not want to have to kill a cow and try to make that <laughs> edible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think for milk uh, and cheese and crap, mm-hmm. I think, uh, why, why not? I mean, I, I guess yeah. they could order that stuff, but um, I don't know. Why, I don't know why else they would have. I mean, I don't know why they have the animals anyway. Yeah, it always seemed weird to me to have the cows there. Um, uh, I ne- like, the flame doesn't seem like the place you would put the cows. Yeah, it's like the flame or the farm. Which one is it? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it always, it sort of worked when Dharma was more mysterious, but uh, now it just, that just doesn't seem to make sense. Like, uh, But yeah, I think you're right. I guess we're supposed to believe that they just like having fresh cow stuff. <laughs> fresh cow stuff? Give it to me. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah, Ben, uh, uh, Ben, 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 Ben. It's it's all so, over now. Like, there's just, there's no turning back. I mean, what he knows, he knows. You know. Oh yeah, totally. There's there's just there's just no way out. Now we have to we have to view what Ben does later to some extent uh, with this in mind. I mean, think about the purge. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, this I also like the man behind the curtain seems like a really weird episode now where they left out some really key events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like they just skipped over all this stuff. You know, like it didn't matter, but like there you know, during the years between, you know, when when he's older and and the purge and and when he first arrives is this stuff, you know. And that's just uh, that's just weird to imagine. It, it always freaks me out when they kind of fill in things with uh, you know much more shocking uh, developments. Yeah. You know, like if I had known that back then, like it would have it would have really changed the way I, you know, perceived what was going on. Definitely. Like oh, I, oh God. 
Yeah, I don't know what we're supposed to think about the purge now. So it's the whole thing. Yeah, I don't. Uh, hmm. I, and I think there's even more crazy stuff. I mean, you know, Ben has the opportunity. Well, I guess I guess this is a turning point. I don't know what's going to happen with Ben now. I mean, obviously he 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 doesn't go with the others at this point. Uh, right. He goes back to the to, to Dharma, so he's he's got you know potential to learn more and the. Well, we know and, that he doesn't go with the others until much later. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because so he's with like, he's with Dharma up until the purge. Yeah, so that's the thing. He's got all that time to, you know, experience more stuff that you know deals with the future and deals with the losties. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, this is just like the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I know. No, I know. It's it's it is much crazier than that. But that was just that was an episode which spanned this time period, you know. Yeah. Where they actually I mean, I don't necessarily think they knew all this at that time, but if they did, like they potentially could have really blown our minds showing us that back then. You know, if they had just put in a scene where one of those characters was just in the background or something, you know, that would have been... Oh, my God. That would have been insane back there. <laughs> yeah. It would have been cool with some, you know, maybe some mention of, like, LaFleur back then, and we didn't yeah. get to know who that was until, like, now. That would have been pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I don't... I, oh, God. Oh, God, I don't know what to do. So, uh, let's quite a bit to talk about, I think. Let's see. Uh... Yeah, there's this whole thing with Kate. I guess they're setting that up for later. Um, presumably, we'll find out what Kate's story is and and what Harley's uh, story is, and I guess we know what Jack's story is. So, uh, I like the whole reversal thing here uh, of um, you know Jack. Uh, sorry, uh, Sawyer going to talk to Jack and and finding Kate there. Uh, like Jack went to talk to Sawyer and found Juliet there. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, the whole thing about her, uh, why she came back, she's still not telling us. Wait, gonna have to wait. So, are you? Is there? Is there something going on with? I keep hearing this this noise. What kind of noise? It sounds like it sounds like someone's like wrapping presents. Like static noise? Um, no, like scraping. Like that did you hear that? I don't hear anything. I'm hearing this like scraping noise. You're you're not hearing anything at all? Let me hear. Well not right now. Oh. Well <laughs> what is it going I don't know when it's at I didn't I haven't heard anything. Uh, this whole time? Alright. I'll try to I'll try to point it out. I d I don't know. Okay, so you're you're not like wrapping presents. No, <laughs> uh, I don't do my Christmas shopping this early. <laughs> okay. Alright, I just wanna make sure. I I don't think that's me. I, I don't know. So it's 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 like a crackling sound or it's, it's, it's it like sounds scraping. like like it sounds like scraping or or what's another word like that? Like swishing. Like, <laughs> give me some more onomatopoeia. <laughs> um, sl- uh, sloshing? Sl- 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, sort of like, 
like if I took if I took a a sheet of uh, paper and kind of like split it across a table or something repeatedly. So that's <laughs> what it sounds like. That makes you think of wrapping presents. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, because you normally sort of yeah move the paper and then move the box and that's yeah that's what it sounds like to me. All right. No, I'm not doing that. Okay, well, I don't hear it anymore, so I'll probably just move on. I just, I don't know. It was freaking me out. Um, uh, oh, are are you saying, you think Sawyer didn't go to see Kate, but he went to see Jack? Did you say that? Yeah. Okay, like, I kind of got that sense, too. On the other hand, like, he knew, he knew Kate lived there because he waved to her there. You but know, I, I don't think that's the house he went to, though. I think because the way that they had it set up from before was sort of, sort of from a right to left perspective was Sawyer's house, and the middle was Jack's, and then the far left was Kate's. And the way they sort of shot this, it looks like he went to the middle house, and and then of course you know w- when he gets there, it's a little awkward, and then Kate kind of looks inside and and looks like oh crap, and then she comes, you know, it looks like someone else is in there with her. Um, and then, and, and then Sawyer says, you know, you know, why are you back and all that stuff? So I thought that was supposed to be like, you know, he, he goes to Jack to try to figure out what to do about Saeed, uh, and finds Kate there and he's like, God damn it. You know, why the hell, <laughs> why are you here? You know? Uh, and of course, picking up on the previous scene when he sort of, I think, uh, realizes that, you know, Juliet and Kate have talked about the whole thing. Um, so I think he went to Jack's house. I, thought, I don't. I don't. Why would he go to? I mean, why would he sort of go to Juliet and I mean Kate in this situation? I I thought the 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 shot they showed of him like he's about to go home and he changes his mind. You know, like I thought yeah. from that angle, the house we see him go to was the one where Kate was standing on the porch in the previous uh, episode and uh, yeah, in the last one last week when when Jack comes to talk to him. You know. I didn't think they showed where Jack's house was. Because yeah, Jack, I mean, Jack sort of comes from the other direction. Like, he comes from um, the other side. Like, not not from where Kate's house is, but, like, you know. Oh, isn't... Perpendicularly. I thought Jack was in the middle between Sawyer and Kate. Or maybe I'm thinking. I, I don't think. I didn't think it was in the middle. I thought it was like. Well, I, I have no idea. I didn't think we really established where Jack's house was. But when he came and he, you know he he meets Phil on the way there, like I think yeah. that's like across the way from Sawyer, not like over to the right, sort of or left or hmm. whatever, where where Kate's Porsche was, which is where he goes here. Uh, but like I mean, okay. So I'm saying all that. On the other hand, it does the way they play it. It does seem like he's going there for Jack. So like I, I sort of think that's true, but yeah. it just seemed weird because I feel like he, I feel like he should have known Kate was there based on the shot. Like it looked to me like he was going to the place where he'd seen Kate before. So I yeah, I, I mean that's the thing. It's he, he should be going to talk to Jack because <laughs> uh, he, you know, this is cutting right from the scene when Saeed doesn't want to be rescued. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do to help him. And so, you know, for him to go to Kate in this situation and ask him, you know, ask her this sort of emotional, personal thing makes no sense. But um, I do think there's some 
strangeness in who lives where, but uh, but I, I the way the scene plays off, I, I ha- it seems like it's he was going to talk to Jack and Kate was there and he was sort of surprised and yeah she I mean she definitely looked like she was hiding something when uh, yeah when he got there and then he you know and he didn't say hey Kate I came over to ask you about Saeed you know like he was like he saw her and that sort of was like now let's talk about this thing right yeah I feel like he. I feel like he asked about that because Saeed says he knew why he was there, you know, and so it was sort of picking up that thread. Mm-hmm. It sort of got him thinking about why they were there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the idea is, like, he's sort, of, he's sort of run out of ideas, and so now he's just going to go to Jack and see if Jack can come up with something to do. He's sort of falling back to... Uh, uh, yeah, either that or I guess we, you could maybe say, yeah, it's just about the why are you guys here, and he goes to Kate to ask that question. But I, I do think they're both surprised when they see each other. Yeah, it plays uh, that way. It, does, it doesn't play straightforwardly. And so I, yeah. It's, I, like, I agree with that. It's just, yeah, I don't know. She, closes, she looks inside and closes the door. Yeah, and the and symmetry I, is good. I, like... You know, yeah. uh, with the previous one, so yeah, I think I think that's right. I think that's right. Maybe we're supposed Unless, to believe that that's actually Jack's house, and Kate was there before as well, or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's just surprised to see her there again, or whatever. That that what now? That that's what? <laughs> I'm saying when he saw when he saw Kate over there before, like maybe we're supposed to believe that 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 was Jack's house. You know that that was Jack's house then too. You know and that she was there. See, but that scene where they set that up, I, I need to see that again because what was it? Sawyer was coming from Jack's house, and Jack waved to Kate on her porch. Or no, was it Jack was leaving. <laughs> okay, Jack hold on. was leaving Sawyer's house. Jack and, was leaving Sawyer's house, and Sawyer goes to the porch and okay. looks to the right. And sees Kate on on presumably her porch, um, and they and they wave to each other. Okay. Then, then he, but like then Jack, he did, Jack didn't go over there. You know that. Yeah, that I don't I don't want to believe that that's that she was at Jack's house and Jack didn't go over there and she's just hanging down the front porch <laughs> contemplating getting back to the island at Jack's house. They're not supposed to even really know each other, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be good for their cover for Jack and mm-hmm. Kate to be hanging out and that'd be weird. So. Uh yeah, I think it's Sawyer went to Jack's house. Okay. Cuz he cause if he went to Kate's house, he shouldn't have been surprised to see her. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll buy that. Um I did like Sawyer's line of uh 3 years and no burning bush, bu- no burning bus and uh you guys are back for one day. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just like that. That's what he. That's what he's pissed about. Like, God damn it! <laughs> well, you know, he's Lafleur. He uh, yeah. He keeps things in line, and uh, something like that's not supposed to happen on his watch. I um, I are we supposed to think that Lil Ben did that? <laughs> <laughs> Lil Ben, you mean uh, the good son? Yes, I um, do. I think we are supposed to think evil that. Harry Potter. Uh, I think we are supposed to think that. Yeah, and I, I agree. think it's a little bit fitting that uh, you know, 
Ben, like, kills his dad in one of those buses. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but that's a big that's a big thing. That's a lot to do there. Well, here's the, here's the problem. I mean, to me, the simple thing is, I mean, lighting in a fire is no big deal. Uh, we've all done that, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good point, good point. Uh, sure. But, but actually, like, getting it to sort of, I don't know, drive or whatever, mm-hmm. and then for it to go straight was the hardest, was the most incredulous part of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's running over barriers and running through fences, and it's still on its course straight towards the thing. Yeah. It for. And it went quite a distance, too. I, like, I wasn't necessarily thinking it was um, uh, implausible for him to be able to do it. I was just thinking it's kind of an extreme step, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh that Ben's willing to take to uh, to get Saeed, you know. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, it ends up, like, setting this whole house on fire, you know. It's pretty, yeah. it's it's definitely over the line, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, and he hasn't been shot yet, you know. He's sort of already willing to go there. Well, I mean, it is a very good diversion. Uh, I mean, it, it, Ben's obviously wanting to get some situation that would need, that would make Phil have to leave. Uh, yeah. You know, what could you get do to make sure that every security person is there, you know, start a big diversion? There has to be fight. a lot, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's what's weird. It, it wasn't just like, you know, the ha- that, you know, Ben's outside and he's got gasoline and he sort of lights a fire on the right. house. And then that, it's like a big bus comes through. Yeah. Van or whatever. Um, yeah, that was, it was extreme, but it's it's Ben. It has been, and Ben was Ben even before he was shot. To and, some it extent. Wor- and, and it worked. I mean, he, yeah, it he did was, work. Uh, and uh, yeah, the whole shot of like behind the hooded person, and then <laughs> you know, he seems a little bit taller. You know, maybe it's an adult, and uh, and then he, and then he and he walks in, you know, and then it's like, yeah, what happened to your glasses? <laughs> And it just totally deflates that mystery and like yeah, they can't quite resist that for some reason. It's mm-hmm. they couldn't just show Ben right away. It was they they wanted to play a little bit with could it be someone else? Yeah, who might this hooded figure be? Oh look, it's nobody. <laughs> I mean, no one else that you. <laughs> Not that Ben's nobody. Uh... <laughs> It's nobody. It's nobody. Pay no attention to the kid in the hood. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, God. What are you going to do? What happened to your glasses? Dad. Oh, my dad. He's you... so sad to me. Aw. I don't really like who they got as a kid for uh, Ben. Uh, I don't. Uh, this This kid actor guy. Sometimes I like what he does, but uh, but when he has to sort of be sad or crying, I don't really. I, I, and it's I think it is it's hard to sort of look good crying or look believable, but mm-hmm. I don't think he really pulls it off. I really think like you know one of Michael Emerson's you know definable qualities is, is is sort of his eyes. Yeah. And I think they cast a kid who has big eyes. Yeah. Uh, but but that's not what Michael Emerson. It's, it's not that his eyes are just big. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like he can emote with them, and and they're sort of intense. And this kid doesn't have that. He just sort of has like big eyes, you know, which is uh, not enough to me to sort of come across as. You know, I don't really feel like he's he has the sort of persona that I would expect of a young band. You know, um, he's definitely not there yet. I I do yeah. think he's pretty good though. Like I 
I, I think I probably liked him more in the original episode uh, yeah. than I liked him here. And, yeah, some of the crying scenes are a little bit off. Yeah. Um, sometimes I like what he does, but sometimes I, I, I don't think he, he really pulls it off. I feel like it's a cha- – it's, I feel like it's – it's pretty. It's a pretty heavy load to try to step into that role um, of of Ben as a kid. I mean, it, it's you know uh, Michael Emerson is uh, such a unique actor that uh, I, I think it's tricky to really pull off what he's supposed to be like as a kid mm-hmm. uh, and really make that like have the appropriate uh, weight. Uh, and and I, I think. I think he does a pretty good job. I, I, I agree that I wouldn't mind it being a little bit better, but uh, uh, but I think uh, I, I I think the idea is that you know Ben isn't quite Ben yet. You know he's still kind of a kid, um, and he hasn't he hasn't really uh, developed his Ben persona yet. Yeah, and I sort of buy that. You know, it doesn't seem like he would be sort of born that way. Um, and, uh, you know, we're sort of seeing some of the experiences that lead to that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we already saw some of them. But I, yeah, I, like, I, I agree that he could be better, but I do like him. So I, I don't know. I'm conflicted about that. I, I don't know. Next team? Fair enough. Uh, when you run out of things to say, you go to the next scene. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. Unless next... you have any theories of why Kate came back. <laughs> oh, yeah. We talked. Uh, we already talked about that kind of. I guess the idea is that uh, she gave up. Uh, she gave up Aaron. Oh, that still doesn't explain why she went back. Um, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, I think she came back for Sawyer, and she's disappointed now. Oh, Sawyer. You think it was Sawyer? I don't know what else. Well, that's I... simple. I didn't even think of that. I, I thought it had to be some kind of crazy, like, uh, you know, she had some vision of uh, somebody, and they told her it was her destiny. Uh, I thought it was going to be a whole thing. But, yeah, I guess I guess the easiest solution would be she just came back to Sawyer. And I, I, I half expected Sawyer to say, you know, you know, why did y'all come back? And, you know, and, and him to say, uh, you know, what about that thing I whispered to you? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Bring that back up. Yeah. Yeah, God, they still haven't told us what that's about yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> These guys, they really they really let things linger. They take their time. Yeah. I, I, I sort of buy that, but it's kind of weird because she just does a 180. Like, it doesn't seem like she's thinking about Sawyer at all when she's just like, you guys are crazy, I'm out of here. You know, she just completely changes her mind uh, in the next, like, 24 hours. And, like, what could have happened, you know? Like, are they – or is it just going to not – is it just going to not make sense? Is it is she just going to all of a sudden – all of a sudden decide to do – I just – yeah, it just – I can't connect that at all. I want it to maybe, be some maybe, big thing. Uh, maybe on the way – maybe after Kate leaves the pier with Aaron, uh, maybe at some point Aaron is like – when is my real mommy going to come back? In case like, crap, and so she feels guilty, and so oh, no. I mean, like I said, I think I think she gave Aaron to you know Claire's mother. Do you think Aaron uh, knows that she's not her real mommy? 
They don't look alike. <laughs> You're right. They don't look alike. But does Aaron realize that? I mean, Aaron doesn't no, seem that old. No, he's really young. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't. I I think it would be incredible if he said anything like that. Uh, okay. But this is lost. So this is lost, and you're right. They that would be something that would probably freak Kate out. Yeah. I could I could see that being a being a big deal to her if he just. And uh, they could do some crazy like Claire visits Aaron. You okay. Know? Like they could do that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they've already kind of done that. At, yeah. Um. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, it probably has something to do with that. I'll I'll you know, that that whole that whole thing. I still love that scene though when she's she sneaks she's in Jack's house and Jack comes in to get a drink and the whole mystery of who's in his bedroom and she's like, Don't ask me about air and I love that. That 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 little scene just is I don't know, something about something about that. Mhm. Yeah, no, that was good. That was a good scene. I hope they don't ruin it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I hope they don't show us what happened before that. It's just awful. It makes no sense. Yeah, it just sort of, it just sort of takes all the wind out of that scene. Yeah, it just it just doesn't have any magic anymore. I agree. It's good though. That was a weird episode. That was a really was weird, weird one. That was all over the place. I'm, I, I still haven't really dealt with that one yet. Everybody just sort of moved on, and you know, I guess this explains Saeed's bit in that, um, which wasn't too crazy, but uh, it w- it was weird to get hit with so much, like so much unexplained stuff at once. Yeah. Uh And 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 not to understand, like characters go through these big changes, and you have no idea why, and it's really fast. Like that's just they don't usually do that. Anyway, uh, yeah, next scene. Next scene, uh, the airport. Uh, back to the airport. Um, uh, Alana leads Saeed to the gates. Uh, Saeed notices that uh, the other um, losties are there, uh, the the Oceanic Six. Um, Saeed asks Alana to take another plane. Uh, Alana insists on that plane, and then uh, then we cut to them on the plane. And uh, and then we get a sort of a replay uh, where Ben shows up at the last minute, um, and uh, we replay uh, the earlier scene uh, where Hurley freaks out about that. Um, and then uh, then Saeed asks Alana if she's working for Ben Linus, a very bad man. And Alana says, uh, "Why would I work for someone like that?" And Saeed says, "I did." That's the end of the scene. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's so weird. It's such a weird, like, you know, accusing someone of working for this evil person, and they're like, why would why would anyone do that? <laughs> I did. Oh, man, it's so bad. Good. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that he sort of immediately uh, questioned her about that, and, and getting Saeed's perspective on this was interesting. Uh, especially when, like, we got to see, you know, he sort of sees Kate, like, right there in front of him. Uh, he could have, like, kicked her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, no, that was nice. I mean, when we saw this before, uh, 
he he didn't we didn't really even get to hear him speak. He was sort of it, it was really up in the air what he was uh, thinking about all this and why he was there and all that. So it was it was definitely nice to fill that in and uh I agree that uh it was good that he uh jumped to that conclusion about Ben immediately. Um or wondered about it immediately. Um do you think there's any chance uh, I guess you've already said, like you you don't actually think that uh that Alana works for Ben, right? Uh oh. Is it just me? Am I talking to myself? Sounds like I am. So let's see. What can I do in the interim? Um I'm back. Oh not much. Good. What did I miss? You didn't miss nothing. What what did you leave off on? I was talking about um did you did you hear what I was saying about uh, from Saeed's perspective the whole? Oh, I started talking thing? about that. You probably got cut off. What were you saying? Uh, okay, I was just saying it's um uh, the first thing I was saying was that I thought it was cool how Saeed, you know, after she's been on the plane, he sort of immediately questions Alana if she's working with him. I thought that was cool, uh, and uh, and then. I was saying it was cool getting Saeed's perspective of boarding the plane and seeing all the people and the fact that Kate was sort of like right in front of him, like he he sort of could have kicked her. <laughs> right. You know, uh, oh, okay, yeah, that's a, where you left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I sort of took it from there and uh, echoed what you said, and then the place where I realized you weren't there was when I asked you, uh, I think you said it earlier, but you you don't actually think that she works for Ben, right? I don't think she thinks she works for Ben. <laughs> Aha. <laughs> A distinction. Yes. Okay. So you think it's possible that she works for Ben indirectly, but she doesn't necessarily know that. Yeah. Okay. The only reason for me for her to be working for Ben is if Ben wanted to get Saeed on this plane. Uh, I, right. But I'm, I'm still not convinced that Ben wanted to get Saeed on this plane. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I just think he was surprised to see him. Would he? I mean, maybe Ben's a faker, but uh, when Ben sees Saeed on the plane, I think Ben is surprised. I think I think Ben wanted to get him. I mean, that was sort of the that was sort of the mission he was on with uh, with Miss Hawking. Um, well, I mean, yeah, wanting to get him on the plane in an ideal situation, yeah. Um, but I think I, I just think he was surprised to see Saeed, so I, it makes me doubt that he was behind Saeed being there. Okay, so you're interpreting his look as surprise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. It's not clear cut. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to sort of have Ben be behind everything that happens. Okay, that that was something I was going to bring up earlier. Um. I mean, I don't think there's any way that Ben would just have Saeed kill people for three years and, you know, they're just, like, random people that he doesn't really care about or, you know, like, he's setting up the whole thing. Like, I I, I feel like the people he has Saeed kill, he actually wants to be killed, you know, for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I want to think that. I mean, it would just be, it would just kind of, it would be weird if, if it was just all 
you know, some strange scheme to have Saeed do this. It's like busy work for Saeed to do for years to set up. Oh, yeah, no way, no way. No yeah. Way. No way Ben has the time or interest to give Saeed busy work. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah, I, yeah I, I definitely don't think that that's true. Yeah, um, so, like, those people are, are somebody, like, somebody that Ben cares to kill, you know, mm-hmm. and so I, I, I just, I, God, I just wish I knew, I just wish I knew what, you know, what they were about and why he wanted to kill them and all that. But uh, I, I, I feel like it's at least possible that in some way, as you suggested, like he's he's responsible for him being there, but uh, but not uh, not not that he just hired her directly. Like I I I I could definitely believe that she doesn't know that she, for some reason, she seems trustworthy. Right. <laughs> I can't. I can't exactly explain why, but she comes across as trustworthy. Yeah, when Saeed asks her, I just if she gives her an answer, I just I'm just like, and it's not even a real answer, but I just I yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she pretty much just says, "Why would I work for someone like that?" It's, yeah, it's not a no, but not a no. Um, uh, nonetheless, uh, it does seem like uh, for some reason uh, she's telling the truth. So uh, yeah. I'm inclined to believe that, and but maybe maybe Widmore sent her. Yeah, I mean, I think Avellino at least is you know supposedly affiliated with Widmore somehow. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know, so he had, presumably has some kind of connection with that, and so it's to me it definitely would make sense that that he would be behind that. Um, Could it- could it be some weird situation where half of the Oceanic Six get on there because of Ben and other people get on there because of Widmore? Oh, no. Like Hurley and, uh, I guess, Sun is because of Ben. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. Well, maybe, there's five maybe, of them, so they're going to have yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> going to have to. Someone's going to win. Yeah. And Jack uh-huh. Jack was Ben. Sun was Ben. Um. And yeah, Hurley and Saeed and Kate are uh, unknown. Unknown, yeah. Um, so. It'd be interesting if Woodmore sort of, you know, is aware of what's going on and the need to recreate the thing and get everyone back mm-hmm. on the plane. Well, he does know that. He does. He does know that that's what Locke was trying to do was get them to come back. Yeah, yeah. So if he's aware of this flight and all that. Um, you know, and, and and you know, Saeed did sort of kill his guys. Oh, and he was the one who suggested Miss Hawking originally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. So he he's aware of a lot of things. So I I think it's possible that he could be behind yeah. a lot of um there's a direct connection there between Avellino and Woodmore, so yeah. supposedly so Yeah, uh, I mean <laughs> we're supposed to believe that at least. Yeah. So uh it it might be true. Oh, that reminds me of something else, a character. God damn it, where's the transcript? Somebody <laughs> said somebody mentioned something sort of reinterpreted something, and I'm like, oh, we're supposed to believe that's how it happened. I forgot what it was and who said it. Oh, no. It was... uh, From this episode? Yeah, it was like... (sighs) I feel like it was Saeed, like, well, not not to mention the fact he's in a lot of the scenes here. Yeah. uh, Yeah, somebody mentioned something about an event, and I, you know, sort of phrased it in a way, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that's how we're supposed to take that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what it was though. So okay, well, there's your uh, there's your empty uh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can all 
Let's all let's all try to think about. Oh oh oh, maybe it was. Well, there was the thing when Saeed said. Uh, I don't think this was it, but Saeed mentioned the thing about the Swan, and it was the study of electromagnetism. There's the incident. Mm-hmm. He, sort of, he sort of recapped that chain of events. I thought was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but that was what we pretty much know. Yeah. Um, there was uh, what was it? I don't remember. Maybe it'll come to me. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, hmm. Yeah. The incident. The swan. Yeah, it, it sometimes scenes like that are weird when uh, they, they've had it happen a lot over the course of this show where a character kind of summarizes some something that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, the summary will be not exactly what I would have said based yeah, on what yeah, we see. Yeah, exactly. It was something like that where it's like, oh, okay, that's their perspective. Maybe the show is saying this is the yeah. perspective we're supposed to have. Like, one example of that would be when they went to The Tempest. And then in the next episode, Kate's like, and we found out it wasn't a power station, but a poison gas factory. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I was like, I I didn't realize we found that out, but thank you, Kate, for <laughs> informing me. Yeah. <laughs> now I know what we found out. Because, yeah, I, sometimes the things they say about the Black Rock and the Dharma stations are definitely that, that thing. I, I don't know. I'm surprised I even remember the incident. It's been a long time. A lot yeah. of stuff has happened since then. You know? And they didn't really even talk about it a lot. You know? They, I mean, presumably you watched the orientation film, but, like, it wasn't... They didn't have, like... They didn't show us them... They didn't show them having extended discussions about what uh, happened to the Swan Station and all I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to say Saeed brought that detail back up because we're going to... We're gonna well, need to remember that pretty soon here. Uh, I think uh, I, I I think they're keeping that whole thing alive. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're I probably think it's, right. No, I think you know Rizinski's harping on the Swan for a reason. You know. Oh it's, God, it's yeah. More than just to be annoying. So. <laughs> I hope so. It better be, or it won't be worth it's it. It's almost it's almost like we're supposed to care about the confidentiality of the Swan. Yeah. Know? Like, yeah, it's hard yeah. for us to care because uh, we know what all becomes of all this. Yeah. And so it's like, your security concerns don't matter, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine, trust me. <laughs> yeah, like that, the issue is not the intel that the others have about the swan. That really doesn't come into play, I promise. <laughs> it's It's no big deal, just settle down. Yeah, I wonder how much they're going to show us of that. I wonder how much. I mean, they're actually going to show us the incident. Uh, oh my God! You know, <laughs> yeah. They just had a crazy idea. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know, they're building the swan, and Hurley comes over and presses a button, and there's your incident. Oops. Oh no! <laughs> Not Hurley. I can see being Hurley. Why did it have to be Hurley? No, because no one will blame him. Oh, Hugo. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) What's this? Boop. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mix in a little drama and suspense, and there you go. There's There's your incident. There's your incident. Oh, God. Maybe I'll reverse it. 
some sort of mirror image of you know uh, the the classic scene where Hurley sees the numbers on the the uh, the swan hat mm-hmm. and uh, tries to stop Lockwood. Oh God! <laughs> I yeah. Love that. No, don't, 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 don't. What you want me to do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking lock, man. That's why he's dead now. Oh wait. Oh. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was. Oh God. That was a crazy time. That was that was the first time where I was like, Locke, I don't know about you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure if I can go along with your uh, your plan, because uh, uh, Hurley was pretty clear <laughs> with the uh, flailing of arms and stop, don't do that, over yeah. and over again. I don't know. How about you just wait a second and hear him out? You can do it. You it, can do it exactly. Anyway. It's not like you couldn't hear him out and then say. <laughs> Then quickly say, no, I want to light it, and then light it. Exactly, you know, like. yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's so, now that now that I know more about Locke, I sort of buy that he does that, because he is kind of impulsive. But uh, at the time, it just seemed weird, because he was season one Locke before that. And I didn't <laughs> think he was impulsive back then. So it's just like, I'm just going to do this. I don't care what you, no matter what you're going to say, I want to light this. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, ugh. anyway. <laughs> yeah, I could, uh, it's weird because they know, you know, they know there's an incident. Uh, and I wonder how much that's going to matter, you know, how, how, what kind of role the fact that they know that there's an incident is going to play in the actual incident. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, you know, Saeed could they could warn them about the incident if they knew more information about it. Yeah. Know, uh, which, of course, shouldn't stop it. Um, no, no. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, ugh, all of this time travel stuff and, this, you know, the, the, the uh, foreknowledge and retro knowledge or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Electro knowledge? Retro. Oh, okay. <laughs> like an electro. Electro, no. <laughs> I like that. I do too. I didn't know what you meant, but it sounded interesting. Electro knowledge. <laughs> Retro knowledge, yeah. That's, that makes more sense. Anyway, uh, so you ready for the next and final scene? Uh, yeah. All right, here we go. Um, Ben uh, Ben lets Saeed out of his cell, and they leave together. They run through the jungle. Uh, A van drives by, and Saeed hides Ben and sort of crouches to hide. But uh, when the bus stops um, and uh, Jen comes out to investigate, uh, Saeed uh, comes out from hiding to talk to Jen. Jen asks Saeed what he's doing. Saeed says that uh, Sawyer let him go. Phil on the radio uh, says that uh, Saeed escaped. Saeed wants to leave, but Jen wants to um, talk to Sawyer first to verify. Saeed preempts the call by flipping Jen over and knocking him out. Uh, Ben is impressed, but wants to leave, get away. Um, Saeed grabs Jen's gun and says, you were right about me. I am a killer, and shoots Ben. Ben falls to the ground. Saeed runs away, lost. 
I think uh, Saeed's line about him being a killer would have, you know, uh, been a little more impactful if if he actually killed Jin in this scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that would have been pretty uh, pretty powerful to be like, yeah, Jin, I'm gonna kill you, and I'm gonna shoot Ben, and I'm a monster. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. They're not quite. Eh, yeah, I don't quite buy it. That's that's the problem. If they w- yeah. if they wanted to make it work, they'd have to make Saeed worse than he really is. Yeah. And so they just have him say it. It's like that's supposed to be enough. Um I so comments. You know, I I'm still trying to think of why does why does Saeed shoot Ben? I really I I kind of feel like he's I don't know. I feel like it's you know, to sort of stop what happens, and he sort of doesn't know that he can't or knows that he can't but wants to try, or... I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe it's as simple as, you know, he can't. He doesn't want Ben to come with him, you know? Uh, you know, you could, you could argue, I guess, that he knows he can't kill him, uh, but he just needs to sort of stop him uh, so that he doesn't is not able to follow him because he's not going to take him to the others. Um, I I don't know I don't know I can't I can't really pinpoint anything here specifically. It's it's weird. It's definitely strange. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that's sort of what I was getting at in the earlier scenes. I I thought they were trying to explain what he does here at the end and. Uh, I, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't really figure out exactly what the issue was. Um, they don't really in this episode. They don't really emphasize what Ben does. You know, on the island during the first, uh, you know, four seasons mm-hmm. um, before they get off. I mean, they don't really talk about that at all. Uh, what they show us here is uh, the period of time where Saeed was working for Ben and what the ending of that was like and then how Ben came back and tried to, you know, get Saeed to go get Hurley and um and we know what happens after that. So it seemed like somehow that was supposed to explain it. Uh that was the impression I got. But yeah, so I still don't really know. I I don't really know what Saeed thinks about what he was doing. If he was suspicious or if he just didn't like the way Ben cut him off or he didn't like that Ben called him a killer or what did he think about Locke, or I, you know, I, I really, or, or was it Alana, or you know, what was it that put him over the edge? I, re, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not clear at all. I it does now. I don't. Said hasn't been informed that, you know, that they can't change anything. Yeah. So I feel like he doesn't necessarily know that. Um, I yeah, I, I I'll buy he doesn't necessarily know it, I, but I think it's. You know, if he's thinking, okay, I'll shoot Ben, and he should think, okay, well, what does that mean in terms of the future? I mean, does he assume his past experiences with Ben will just vanish from his memory? And yeah, uh, I mean, that's the thing. I think he might not know explicitly that he can't change anything, but he should be sort of worried if he actually can. You know, um, yeah, what would that even mean? You know, right. Yeah, that's why that's why I feel like I want more motivation because I want to believe that he's willing to he's willing to take the chance of whatever's going to happen if he kills Ben as a kid because he's so 
much doesn't want Ben to, you know, grow up and be alive yeah. and do the things he does later. I, like, I yeah. want to believe that for it to work, but I just... I think that's it. I, I really think it's just about stopping Ben from doing all the bad... I mean, he, you know, he just killed all the Dharma people. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he mentions that. And I, I think he just... I think it, it it it's weird because it seems like it should come from a personal uh, motivation uh, from directly from recent history, you know, with the whole killing of the guys, right. the more guys, and like that should have led up to this event. But it doesn't seem like that there's enough there to make that the basis for his decision to shoot Ben. It's more of just a general Ben is bad. I don't want him to be around in the future. I can deal with that, but I think. It's the disconnect is that you'd expect it to be the other stuff, you know, that that would lead him to do this. You know, right. like like you know, like like at some point Saeed found out that all of this was a farce and Ben was responsible for killing Nadia just to get him to kill all these other guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now he's really, really pissed and, and he killed Locke and all this stuff and all you right. know, all the lies Saeed realizes, you know, that they're all lies, and that's right. why he does it. But that's not what happens. Yeah, that's the version of the episode I would expect. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I would totally buy that if he really found all that out. But it seemed like he never really knew. Like, he vaguely knew he shouldn't trust him, but he never, he never actually got clear confirmation that Ben was lying about that off-island stuff. Yeah. You know, just like he suspected it, and that's it. And that doesn't seem like enough. So, yeah, I, uh... I I also feel like he's making conclusions based on things that are happening, you know, uh, you know, with this time travel stuff and sort of fate and purpose. And I don't know, I don't, I don't know what he's using for his basis, but I feel like he is, he's drawing conclusions about certain things. Uh, and maybe that's maybe that's the missing piece. Maybe he'll explain it or something like, oh. you know, this this thing happened, and so you know, and and now this thing is happening, and so you know, I that's why I did this because, you know, it makes sense on some grander level or something, and you know, like the thing I said before about you know he decides to be patient because Ben said patience will work, and it does work for Ben in the long run. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, Ben has to wait until he's, you know, in his 30s or whatever to the purge to sort of leave yeah. Dharma, you know. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there's something there. Uh, maybe they'll fill it in. and they'll, I mean, that's what's weird is I think dramatically it makes sense for him to sort of shoot Ben. Um, you know, uh, it's not like, oh, my God, I never would have saw that coming. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you see the scene, it's not like it's not like it's unbelievable, but yeah. um, it, it is definitely not all nice and neat. So maybe I don't know. We'll see next couple episodes what happens. I mean, unless we have to wait another season for a Saeed episode. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I hope not. I hope not. So I mean, I presume you don't you don't think Ben's gonna die, right? <laughs> There's no way he's dying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. I don't either. Uh, like I said, you get shot by a gun. I mean, it yeah, doesn't mean it doesn't mean you're dead. It just—it all depends on where the bullet hits. It really does. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, he did shoot or shoot him in the chest. They—they <laughs> they could have been die if they wanted to, but I don't think they will. Uh, how can they have him die? Well, okay. <laughs> Let me qualify that. Like, based on what they showed of him getting shot, like just. You know, independent of the uh, the time travel issues and all that, mm. 
You know, they, they've had people shot in that style before and die. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. all I'm saying. But you're right that it would create all sorts of problems. And, and when I initially saw this scene, I freaked out for about half a second before I realized that he probably wasn't dead. No way. It's not like, shot him. I'm just like, there's no way he's dead. I, 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 for a half second, I was like, oh, my God, they're going there. Now Ben's dead. What do we, what does that mean? No. I mean, here's the thing. I would be uh, – they probably could do it on Lost, but I still would be surprised if, you, you know, they showed someone killing a kid. Oh. I mean, on, on just on that level. I mean, shooting him alone is the thing sort of graphic, but yeah, it was been, it was pretty. I was surprised they actually showed him shooting him. Like, yeah, that's, I, that's pretty intense. Yeah, for, uh, you exactly. Know, children uh, generally aren't supposed to be uh, in too much danger. Yeah, uh, children and animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I thought. Uh, that was that was pretty strong. I, what, yeah, the, what they actually because like what they showed, as I said, is enough for him to for them to say he's dead. Like they, you know, even if they come back later, like they don't leave it showing that he's okay. You know, mm-hmm. they leave it on an uncertain note, and so it's, it's, I mean, that's the it's thing. pretty strong. Jen is there. I mean, here's 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 the thing. I mean, if this situation was you know Saeed and Ben by themselves somewhere. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. he gets shot in the chest. I mean, he could be in a sort of a he can get shot non fatally and then bleed to death. That's you know that could happen. Right. Uh, but Jen is there. He's just knocked out. He's gonna wake up any second. He's gonna see Ben is is shot. Uh, he's gonna you know take call it in to Lafleur and take him to mm-hmm. uh Juliet or Jack. Next week on Lost. Here oh my go. God. Oh my God. I'm I just saw the scene where Jack has to get the bullet out of Ben. <laughs> And and Jack has to relive the surgery oh, of no. Benjamin Linus again. Oh my God, I don't want to see that scene. And then it's like, and then it's like Jack was saving Ben a second time a later. Second time. And Ben knew. And that. that's why. And that's why Ben knew Jack would do it in the future because mm-hmm. he did it in the past. See, now I want to just throw up. <laughs> you really should. There's nothing. Oh, there's man. no other response that works for all this. I, yeah. What What do you? Th- so uh, what about Jen? Uh, why is Jen kind of suspicious a little bit here? As far as like, you know, I I got I'm gonna call Sawyer and verify and all that. Like, what's uh, what's all that about? Um, I think he's. Uh, well, first I have to say the levels of um. What's the word? I don't even know what the word is. The the sort of level of of. Uh, mm, the levels. <laughs> okay. The levels here uh, of like you know, uh, uh, the sort of one level of Saeed sort of being this hostile and Jin being Dharma. That's sort of a level. The level of them having this previous or future history on the island and sort of being friends. That's a level. The level of you know Jin not really trusting him and and Saeed not trusting Jin and actually trying to get one over on him is a le- so you had all these levels built up in terms of sort of their dynamic and it's really interesting uh, the dynamic of the, in the scene uh, so um, why is Jin being suspicious I think because you know he just he he heard that there's a huge fire and in three years nothing like that's ever happened. Uh, he it, it seems like an escape. Uh, he saw you know, um, Ben. Uh, I'm a Saeed sort of hiding and stuff. Uh, looks like you know, he escaped. Um, 
Sayid does a good job of trying to cover it up, but I think, uh, you know, Jin, uh, uh, I mean, I, I really think it's for the drama. I mean, I think they could have had uh, Jin uh, say, okay, you're, you know, I believe you. I believe Sawyer let you go. Uh, that's fine. Keep moving or whatever. But uh, it, it works better this way. Although I am pissed at Saeed for attacking Jin. It does provide Saeed the gun. Yeah, there it is, the gun. That's that's one big thing it does. And, that, and that's the thing. It, it, it's leading up to Ben shooting... I'm sorry, Saeed shooting Ben, and if yeah. you know, if Jin was around, even if Saeed had a gun, if Jin was around, you'd have to have Jin trying to stop that, and yeah. and then you know when Ben comes out of the bushes, you know, say you know, then the jig is up. Anyway, mm-hmm. still the thing, he kind of has to not allow, not not trust him for the scene to play out the way they want it. Yeah, to. it just seems odd, like. Part part of the weird thing is that Sawyer was gonna let him out, you know, mm-hmm. was gonna have him escape, and so this like was almost true in that it could have happened that way. Yeah. But Saeed decided not to go along with that plan, um, and so I don't know, like if 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 Jin calls Sawyer and and he tells him that's not true, like what does he do? He hauls Saeed in, like he doesn't let him go. Like really? Um, I think in that in that case, if it wasn't about you know the whole thing of of shooting Ben and it was, it was just sort of more about Sade escaping, I think. Um, I mean, I think he would have let him go. Yeah, he's already, he's already escaped. That's what I yeah. That's what I want to think too, and that's why it's just yeah. But it's probably uh, all right. And maybe I mean they are. I mean this is three years of going by sort of you know, Dharma security regulations. Right. I think to some degree that's, you know, in, ingrained. Yeah. Uh, and I think maybe, you know, you could say that uh, Jin might feel that uh, Sawyer wouldn't sort of let let Saeed go without, you know, maybe telling Jin. Consulting you know, him, or, yeah. or, or at least giving him some sort of heads up about that. Yeah, yeah. So that hey, if you see if again <laughs> if again you see Saeed on the on the run, yeah, uh, this time you know let him go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first time he didn't have a choice because Radzinski was there. Yeah, yeah. So he had to sort of play along. So uh, are we allowed to uh, are we allowed to reveal what the title of next week's episode is? Uh yeah, I guess we're we're at the end of our episode recap, so uh spoiler alert. Uh a minor spoiler alert I guess, but Yeah. Spoiler alert nevertheless. The, the spoiler being the title of next week's episode. And that alone I don't know any more than that, so uh don't worry. That's all I got. Um uh, Yeah, so the title of next week's episode is Whatever Happened Happened. And uh, another gold mine, <laughs> uh, which is a line they've already said. I guess Dan said that a while ago um, when when they encountered uh, Amy with the others. Yep. Um, and uh, so that that title, uh, you know, you, you know, besides the other reasons. Um, that title really makes me think that Ben's going to live. And mm-hmm. that's sort of going to be the point, you know, or one of the points that uh, that Ben really can't die here. It's sort of mm-hmm. not possible, you know. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, and this will sort of illustrate that more clearly than anything else we've seen so far, you know. But it makes me wonder. Like I, it's it's this is one of those situations where I don't really know how to deal with this version of time travel because it's like, you know, so so Saeed can shoot Ben and not kill him. Like, definitely he can do that. But. Mm-hmm. But, like, what if he – could he not walk up to Ben and shoot him a bunch more times where he must be dead, you know? Like, here's the thing. Like, where does the where does the uh, fact that he can't do something come into play? I think the problem is, um, you know, can, can Ben in 1977 get shot and die in, in sort of the original timeline – the first instance of the, you know, if you if you follow Ben's life from Ben's perspective, can he in 1977 get shot and die? Yes. Now here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Saeed can't sort of do that because his his being in 77 is predicated on future Ben, uh, you know, engendering events. Um, so the fact that Ben does live to, at least until what 2007 or whatever um, means that in any previous time period he cannot die, um, and so you can't have a situation where someone from the future comes back to do something that would change the future. Um, now, if um, I think you could maybe have some other situation where, uh, I mean, I feel like, because I was trying to think, like I said before, could, could Ben actually just get shot and die? If there's any, is there any way? And I think the answer is yes, but not if, not involved in this sort of loop of time travel. Not in, not if it's involved with someone coming back from the future. Uh, so, for instance. Uh, if Horace decided to kill Ben for whatever reason, or Phil, or Ben's dad, if Ben's dad was like, you know, abusing him and he went too far and accidentally killed him, you know, that that could, that could happen, you know, uh, because his doing that is not predicated on any sort of future events. But how could that happen if we know that Ben lives to be? Well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It, it can't happen now because that didn't happen. And Ben, does, but I'm saying. I'm saying in terms of like an original timeline, uh, you know, the sort of first instance of 1977, uh, that that could have happened, and then of course Ben would be would be dead, and he would not be alive in the future. Um, but but Saeed and but but see, I'm, I'm just I'm delineating the difference between the fact that you can kill Ben; it just cannot be anyone that's tied into future time travel, uh, and of course at this point no one can kill him. Because he does live, mm-hmm. but he could he could have been killed is what I guess what I'm saying. Uh, if if it wasn't for the you know for the fact yeah. that he does live, that's a that's the weird thing about this version of time travel. It's sort of like everything is set, you know, and mm-hmm. and there's there's already a fact about what occurred, and uh, and that fact includes Ben does not die before. 2007 or something Mm -hmm. you know that's that's sort of part of the facts about what happens Um, yeah uh but and so there's a fact about what saeed does here uh that's sort of already in there you know already accounted for but it's just 
I, I just I, I really wanna I really wanna understand where that comes into play. If Saeed doesn't really understand that like whatever he chooses to do is not gonna kill Ben. And yet, like it seems like he should be able to. I mean that that's the part I get hung up on. Like like I just don't understand how he can't do I mean it turns out that he doesn't. But mm-hmm. like I don't know. Like how, is that is that different from he can't? Like it's just that he fails to. Um I don't know. Uh, uh. I mean I think even if he it's it's a weird thing. I mean I think like I said, uh, if if you think about sort of like an original time frame, you know, it's 1977, you know, like, you know, you're not thinking about anything in the future. Ben doesn't sort of have to live or anything like that. Um, and somebody shoots him, he, I think he could die. And then therefore Benjamin Linus dies in 1977. Um, but, but, but since, you know, Saeed has, is already connected to future events with Ben, that sort of solidifies Ben's future which means that if when say you try to shoot him, the, the the shot that could normally be fatal in any other circumstances is not fatal at this point uh, because the future has already sort of happened uh, and Ben is there. Um, and, and and say he comes, you know, and say instead of shooting him in the chest, he shoots, you know, say he does shoot him like fifty times or something. Yeah. Um. I I think I think the more extreme, like say say for instance, someone tells you, well, you can't kill Ben. You know, like, yeah, you shot him, but, you know, you, you know, say, for instance, Saeed wants to get really drastic and cut Ben's head off. Right. Uh, you know, something that would just obviously kill a person. That, yeah, you know, there's no it's sort not of, like, possible to live and have yeah. that happen. I think that's the point at which the universe, you know, the more extreme measure you would take to sort of uh, stop something from happening, the more extreme the universe would course correct or something. Uh-huh. So, you know... Saeed has the machete, and he's about to, uh, you know, cut Ben's head off, and then, you know, yeah. he stops by something. <laughs> God. <laughs> I know. If a kid getting shot isn't it's barely uh, <laughs> accessible, <laughs> I can't imagine. Life family, life family drama, cutting a kid's head off with a machete. What's wrong with that? It's a good hypothetical, but it's just so ridiculous to imagine him going up to Ben with a machete, <laughs> intending to cut his head off. It's just, Do you want a guillotine instead? A it's guillotine. Just not a version of Lost I want to see. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that's what's weird is, 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 you know, it's the same idea. You can't go back in time and kill Hitler. You know, right. could, could Hitler have died? In the, well, he did die. But you know what I mean? <laughs> like before he got into power and all that, could he have died yeah. before that? Sure. But he yeah. didn't, you know. Yeah. Uh, That's a weird thing. It's uh, I guess I'm having a hard time distinguishing between could and did. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of. I want to. I want to figure out what the what the difference is. Like what uh, where could comes into play. If the, if there's sort of already a fact about what happens, can you talk about what could happen and sort of make sense of it? Like does does it make sense to say that it could have happened if there's it's sort of already known what happened? You know. I mean that 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 really. Yeah, I mean, there's a difference between what's possible and like what actually happens. Yeah, I, I yeah, okay, and that so that's it. I mean, but is it is it possible if it if it if there's just 
if it's just the case that it doesn't happen, I mean, was it possible? What does it mean for it to have been possible? You know, I mean, uh, that's I guess that's what I'm stuck on. Well, it means that it it it, it could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what does that mean? <laughs> That means if it wasn't for the fact that uh, that this is an event that does not cause his death, then then he won't die from it. Okay. I mean, what's weird about this is if you just think about it from a single plot line, like a single character's plot line. I mean, the things that you do in the past or the present, the future, like none of them are sort of. Um, more important than the other. It's sort of, I mean, you can tell anyone's story linearly. Uh, you know, um, it'll just be, you're, going, you're time traveling as you tell this story. You know, if you take Saeed, you know, at a certain point he goes back to the 70s. But you, you could still tell his story linearly and see the sort of cause and effect. And it's the same thing with, you know, with, when you look at Ben's story is, um, you know, if you ask Ben in 2007, hey, uh, have you have you ever been shot, you know? And he goes, well, yeah, Saeed shot me when I was 14 or whatever, and, you know, and I didn't die. It's just a part, it's just something that happened and wasn't, uh, it, it just wasn't a thing that killed him. Um, just like anything else, like all the other near-death experiences Ben has had, uh, you know, like it's, it just becomes, you know, the time travel thing makes it weird, but it, it, it but like for Ben, it's, you know, it's no different than anything else that that event happened then. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just, you know, sort of strange. And of course, I think you know the universe should unravel if it could it's kill just, him. It's sort of not normal to pay for your crimes as a kid before you commit them. Yeah. That's that's sort of the bizarre aspect of this. Uh, time travel makes that possible. Mm-hmm. And so it can be possible to a certain extent that you've already you've already been punished for what you do later before you do it. Well, you're just talking about Minority Report now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am. I mean, that's the whole point of that was, you know, yeah. you know you're going to do something bad. Why not be punished before you do it? Yeah. But yeah. I haven't done it yet. Well, so what? You were going to. <laughs> well, but I didn't. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly. Oh God. Oh yeah. There you go. That's what this is. This is like it's Minority Report. Minority Report. But like extreme, like going back to the kid and mm-hmm. sort of punishing the kid for it. Yeah. Like it. It's just. And the, and the 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 thing the thing that really bothers me is if what say you know Saeed shooting Ben influences him. And, yeah, and that's has bad. Some, yeah, like that's the part where I'm just like, ah, that's, ugh. <laughs> you know, it's like. He, I know that is the that's the extra sort of part of this whole thing that 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 is purely cyclical. You know, is like, well, in 1977, you know, Ben is sort of scarred and emotionally, you know, uh, haunted by sort of, you know, uh, getting shot by this person he trusted. Yeah. Uh, which makes him sort of be mean and evil and lie more than he normally would have. Uh, yeah. Which, which then affects that person later in the future, which makes them come back to do that thing. Yeah. Um, that's when this version of time travel is specifically uh, headache-inducing. Yeah, it sort of makes it seem like he's not to blame for it. Like, it just sort of... <laughs> 
you know, the, the circumstances kind of arose out of the way time travel works. Mm-hmm. And it's not really his fault, you know. And that's like it's not about his nature. It's just about the weird circumstances of t- the time travel. I guess here's the question: If Saeed didn't, well, a question you can't and no one can answer. If Saeed didn't go back in time, would Bill would Ben be, still be the same? Yeah, I, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's not clear exactly how much effect this has. I mean, yeah, it seems it seems. It seems unbelievable to me that it doesn't have any impact, but... I don't think it's going to have a lot of impact, but I think, yeah, I think it should have some. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily need to be, like, the event that explains Ben. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't think... I I, I think his dad's responsible for that. I agree. I I like to think Ben can't sort of be reduced to that so easily. And, yeah, I definitely think his dad um, is, is probably, you know, I mean... His dad was the reason he went down this path in the first place, you know. Yeah. The only reason he was out in that jungle with Saeed, really, was his dad. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I I think that's that's definitely got a lot more to do with it. <laughs> I brought you a sandwich. <laughs> I love that. You brought me a sandwich? Yeah, right. <laughs> I made one for myself, and I thought, <laughs> who does that? Who makes a sandwich? And then goes, wow, I made this sandwich. Maybe I should make one for somebody else. I don't know. I've never done that. Aw. Because wouldn't you want to, like, eat your sandwich that you just made? Or what, are you eat it and realize it was really tasty, so I'm going to make one for somebody else? I don't before, know. Before even asking them if they want a sandwich. Yeah, you, you, know? might, you might want to ask, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it could be a nice surprise. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just not a person who uh, would. I wouldn't particularly like a food-based surprise, so I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that to anybody else. <laughs> but what if? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I, I mean, I if wouldn't... it was, hey, if it was iced tea or water or something a little more like, you know, who, who, you know, you're working, who's gonna sort of turn down water if you know if you need it or something? That's one thing. But a, you know, a mm-hmm. sandwich, you know. Chicken salad sandwich? Like, that's got mayonnaise in it. Yeah, I'm not a big sandwich fan. Uh, and you're right. It does have mayonnaise in it. Uh, and that's definitely a minus. But uh, uh, I wouldn't mind a food-based surprise in general. But, yeah, I guess it depends on what it is. I'm just picky. I just It would just be like, you know, yeah. I mean, if it was something I wanted, I'd be a pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Like, the chances of someone surprising me with a food-based surprise uh, and, it, and, it, and it turning out well is just not great. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that to anybody else. Yeah, but I do think there's, I do think there's a lot of people out there who don't mind that that much and would probably yeah. be fine with a food-based. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of a food-based surprise. And uh, FBS. Yeah. That's uh, not a concept that I thought would ever need to be named. Surprise! Uh, <laughs> lasagna! You know, like, what if you're not in the mood for lasagna? You yeah. Know, like, that, I, food is just, I'm just picky with food, and food is, you I know. I see, yeah. It's, uh, you're in the mood for certain things at certain times, and it's like, even if you're hungry, it's like, do you, maybe I don't want a sandwich. Mm-hmm. But now you brought me one, so I'm forced to eat it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, uh, you know, 
He tried. Nope. Yeah, so just, you know, no no food-based surprises for, for old Claude. All right. Take note, everyone. Do not send sandwiches. <laughs> no. no. Or any sandwiches. other food, uh, food-based surprises. No. If you're, now, if you want to send me, like, you know, something everybody loves, like cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to turn down, you know, uh, maybe a cookie. Okay. Uh, but uh, Cookie-based surprises, okay. Yeah, I would say dessert-based surprises have a higher chance of of uh, of, of, of being a pleasant surprise than, mm-hmm. uh, than any sort of general food-based surprise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a sandwich. Like a sandwich. With mayonnaise. What kind of sandwich? Yeah, with mayonnaise. Conference is scheduled oh, to no. down automatically in five. five minutes. To extend the time by 60 minutes, press star eight. See, I did. That's so weird. And it made the sound as if I pressed it. But now I press it again. Mm-hmm. I wonder if... So did I just give us three hours? I did start eight three times, and I heard three da da dubs. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if it, if it's that easy. I don't know. It'd um, be nice. It'd be nice if you could actually just not have to get it every hour. Yeah. Not that not that we're probably gonna go another hour at this point, but uh, still, in general, would be nice. Yeah. Um. Anyway, enough of food-based surprises. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so what else? I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, so I think uh, I think you're right. I feel like next week we're in store for some kind of. You know what I thought of though that um, bothered me a little bit uh, was the whole thing with Juliet. Um, the whole thing with Juliet delivering Ethan. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really think that out enough, but then I thought, like, what what did they think about her just suddenly being able to do that? Like, did that not did that not come to anything? The fact that the fact that she has those skills, like, was that not an issue? I mean, she she works yeah. in like the auto repair place. Like, why <laughs> why should she should she know? How, like, according to them, like, why should she know how to do that? You know, like I I feel like that should have been a deal, and it just wasn't at all. Yeah. Um, like is, is the idea they just trust them so much at this point that they can get away with anything and their their cover is just sort of safe? Well, I, I think they do trust them a lot, and I think uh, you know the only people who would maybe question would be uh, you know uh, what's her name? Uh, I want to say Annie. Um, Amy. Amy. That's why I want to say Annie. Um, Amy and the the other internist guy who was useless. Um, mm-hmm. Horace was passed out. I mean, obviously he'll hear about who delivered the baby. Yeah, I mean Amy knows. So. Uh, yeah, but I I could you know I could see. My point is the the information getting out rests on Amy, and I could see her sort of not saying anything. Uh, just uh. by the fact that you know this Juliet did <laughs> deliver her baby. Uh, I see. You know, so they could have some some little scene, at, you know, afterwards, and you know, or and she's like, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't know you, you know, you had to do that. Where did you learn how to do that? And maybe Juliet, you know, Amy believes her or not, but at the very least, she's, you know, doesn't make a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Just because she's grateful that yeah. she was able to save the baby. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. It just it bothered me for a second because I realized, uh, you know, that's they're hiding their identities and abilities and stuff is kind of an issue. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that was, that was like, at the time I didn't care because I guess I wasn't, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't quite, I didn't quite get the point of this story yet. But, um, yeah, anyway, I'll buy that. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, we're not really sure what sort of sort of uh, set of circumstances Juliet set up for herself in terms of, you know, what she put in her aptitude test and all that. I mean, mm-hmm. she's working in the motor pool, but, you know, do they do they have to put, like, all their education on the forms and uh, what's, can they, you know, it's the checkbox of can you deliver a baby <laughs> You know, uh, you know. Um, yeah, there, I, I feel like there's room for them to have other talents, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't think it's a huge, huge deal, but you know, I think it could be explained that way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So uh, yeah, I definitely think uh, I definitely think next week is going to be in part about saving Ben. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, I feel like maybe Jack will come into play there, and it'll be a whole thing. Because I feel like maybe he won't want to do it, and they'll have to. You like, know, the old Jack wouldn't, but this new Jack is like I don't even know what he. You know, you think new you think new Jack might be uh, okay with it? I, I think. I think it's not. It's not unlikely that he might realize that. Uh, you know. <laughs> That he probably has to do it because he probably does it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, Ben does survive, so um, someone is going to save him. And uh, and I think it's the same sort of sense that Sawyer has about all this. That it, you know, you don't sort of have a choice. Um, you know, in terms of their situation and in terms of you know their relationship to the future and all that. Uh, so I could see Jack really not putting up a huge fight about that. Uh, as as much as he would, as much as he did before, uh, I think I think he should be coming from a different place now, and and sort of, you know, I think it would be weird, and he should react that it's weird, but uh, yeah, but I don't know if he'll put up a big a big uh, to do about it. Okay. I still want to know what happened to Dan. <laughs> God damn it. Dan. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know what? I think next episode could be about Dan, too, a little bit. Uh, We might see, you know, what he says to Charlotte, if he tells Charlotte the thing, uh, you know, and all that. So, you know, little little Charlotte. Right. Yeah. And what I love about that whole thing is how she was like, you know, there's this crazy old scary man who, you know, and I like the idea of, him coming across really crazy because at the moment that he has to tell her this, you know, he's sort of forced to do it because he doesn't want to do it, obviously. Right. But he's going to have to do it for this to make, to, for this to work. Yeah. Uh, and I could see him being really scary and anxious and sweating and crying mm-hmm. and whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just not normal in this situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I like that. I like that he's sort of, he comes across as this crazy old man because of sort of the circumstance. Right. Not because he just is a crazy old man. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Because he, he knows what the outcome is. 
Mm-hmm. And that sort of brings about what it's like when he says it originally. It's sort of the reason he says it. And at the same time, it's the reason he knows it won't do any good to say it. It's the reason he says it and the reason he knows he can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, little Charlotte's in for a spanking because she does not listen to him. Yeah. No, she really doesn't. She uh, she spends a lot of her life uh, not listening to him. Nope, and she comes back to the island. Yep, yep. Oh, Charlotte. I don't... Did you see that thing uh, about her? I saw a little news thing on Lost Beauty about the yeah. discrepancy with her age. Yeah, it was a scandal. It was a huge thing. What was going on there? So uh, on a podcast. So the okay. So the issue is that if you if you do the math, um, Charlotte's age has to be different from what Ben said her birth date was. Like Ben said, she was born in 1979. Mm. Um, yeah, <laughs> which, I, already, I already see a problem, <laughs> which obviously doesn't work. Yeah, uh, and so. On the previous podcast, um, last week's, um, they they said that um, I think what they said was that they uh, they they had written the role for an older uh, actress, but cast her because they liked her. Mm-hmm. And then what they alleged was that they originally wrote Ben to say a, an earlier year, and what they alleged was that. On set, you know, she she said, no, uh, I want it to be my real birthday. That's too old. Like, they, they basically said she she changed it on set somehow. Like, hmm. I'm not that old, so change it. And uh, then uh, she uh, fired back via Facebook and said, uh, no, I didn't do that. I... I read the line that I was given. It was not me. I had nothing to do with it. It was your thing. Don't blame me uh, if if there was a mistake there. I had nothing to do with it. And uh, and then they responded by saying that she was right. It wasn't her. They had remembered wrong, and, and it turns out, then they said it was Greg Nation's fault. That, uh, what? <laughs> that, that Greg Nation's... Uh, had changed the date because he thought that it was that it was the wrong birth date for her somehow, uh, and that she should that she should be younger, and so somehow it went back to him that he changed it in the script, and and that's that's where the mistake is traced to. So, so, so in the original script, it had the earlier date for an older character. Yeah, and then before they shot it, Greg Nation said, "Hey." She, the actress is younger, so let's move the date up. Mm. Yeah, that's that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying, and and that they didn't catch that. As oh, being, I see, because they're saying, oh, she's so young. Why why have her be so old in the script when the actress is young? So they yeah. moved the thing, and then they said, oh, but we forget that we set shit in '77, right? <laughs> Where Charlotte's supposed to be around? Yes. Um, wow, yeah, that's so, a lot of drama for a character that's not even show anymore. <laughs> I know, I know. It was pretty. It was a pretty big thing. 
Um, so they, they've they apologized through multiple uh, channels, including the, the most recent podcast. Um, I love how they said it was her fault. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they totally blamed her. It was really weird. And then they said, no, we were wrong. We're sorry. Um, but, yeah. Uh, the whole thing. Now, I wa- the thing I wanted to say about it, I, like, I felt like, you know, it's great that they sort of tell the truth, I guess, presuming that what they finally came yeah. to was the truth. Uh, but I felt like the obvious thing, even if it's a retcon, the obvious thing to say is that Ben's info was wrong. Exactly. That's all they have to do. That's, what I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, this is all based on what's in the show. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, just say it was wrong. Yeah, that's the part that's weird. Like, they... They didn't. They didn't think to do that. Like for them, Ben had to be right. Like Ben was supposed to be right about. He was wrong about the birthplace. Obviously, she's supposed to have been born on the island, you know. And he mm-hmm. doesn't say that. So he was wrong about some stuff. So why does he have to be right about the birth date? Like why couldn't it, you know, be faulty info because you know some some things about her are fake. So you know that totally, totally. So yeah, that, her whole yeah. That just seemed like the thing they could say where they didn't have to go into all this <laughs> drama about whose fault it was and all that stuff. Like, you know, even if it's a lie, it still works, mm-hmm. you know? So I I don't know. I don't know why that was such a big deal. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. they're really backtracking about on that. Uh, yeah. Apparently they're going to have a, a very special Eating Crow podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was the most recent one, I think. Oh, okay. I think they've uh, already they, eaten their crow. Did they eat the crow? <laughs> they ate They ate a whole crow. Wow. They pretty much just reiterated what they said there um, on the podcast. They didn't actually eat anything? There no, no, they didn't There were no <laughs> food-based surprises? No. <laughs> no. <sighs> Unfortunately. Um, all right, well, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely the lost news. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Greg Nations, uh, who is apparently to blame for all this, uh, uh, isn't, uh, isn't answering questions via the forum anymore. And there, there's been a lot of issues that, uh, I feel like he could easily quickly clear up that we, mm-hmm. we don't have access to anymore. And I, I, <sighs> really missed that. Is he still on the show? Yeah. What's his deal? Yeah, he's definitely still on the show. Uh his mm. his his name's in there. But uh he 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 did get like some kind of promotion from what he was before. So, mm-hmm. I think his job is somewhat different or at least he does maybe he does more than he used to or something. I mean, I think he still does his old job, but uh, I think he also does some other stuff or something. So, I, like, presumably he's more busy or something than he used to be. At least that's what he claims. So busy changing scripts. <laughs> Ouch. Busy starting drama. <laughs> he has co-written um, a single script so far, which is uh, Egg Town. Uh oh. Mhm. Yeah. Well, that that hatched perfectly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ouch. Ooh. Um, so. That was a crack at Greg Nathan. 
<laughs> Actually, crack at Eggtown. Um, so what else? I think uh, we're pretty much done. Yeah, that's pretty what else much have it. We got? What? So what else have we got? What else? Oh, I don't know. What else is there? Um, think you know, it. overall, okay episode. I think this podcast is a little bit shorter than our usuals, uh, which I think reflects, you know, the episode a bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening, guys, as always. Um, you know, catch us at the forum, tlld.net. Oh, yeah, uh, and I want to thank the two of you who uh, wrote me to ask about 20 is 14. <laughs> that, was, oh, uh, nice. that was a surprise. I didn't think anybody would care. I'm glad <laughs> someone did. Uh, I should tell you that was just me and Jen. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, yeah, uh, I don't have any new info to tell you. I, I'd love to make that a regular segment, but I didn't exactly plan that last week. So, anyway, I'll try for the future, but uh, it was good stuff. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, and namaste. Namaste, and good luck. <laughs>